Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 7, Episode 3, Alien Encounters. One extraterrestrial. Two extraterrestrial. You are so extra right now. <laughs> you are so extraterrestrial right now. Super duper extra. That's what I'm all about, y'all. Um, I show. I, I mean, I sent a picture to you and your brother and and our friend. <laughs> But uh, that the the hashtag ass eaten season S Z N is pretty funny actually. I know I've been talk I've been a proponent of that for years yeah. now, <laughs> for years. And it and it is I've followed a few already, but it is nice that you can follow hashtags. Yeah. Um, because you forget them sometimes. You do right, and sometimes the Don't best content comes from yeah. It's weird that hashtagging has become a search algorithm in a lot of ways. Right. 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 Just how um, emojis can also be hashtag now. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. That like 2017 ago. or something like that. No, like, oh, that emojis. was like uh, 2017. 2017. 16, 15. I'll Somewhere. fight you on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't where we were when the people told us. Uh, I wasn't there in 2017. We were at the old footwear company, huh? It, it is. You know what's funny? I never <laughs> thought of. It's not as specific, but you and I both loved Married with Children. Yes. And the, the running joke on that show was that the loseriest thing you could do <laughs> was sell women's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and we both sell shoes for a living. Yeah. So. To men and women, yes. though. And it's boys not, and yeah. girls. It's not as specific. but uh, Yeah, it's not in a store of just like pumps and heels <laughs> right. and whatever. But yes. Yes. Uh, I did feel like there was a peg reference at some point I totally forgot uh-huh. about. I don't, there's a lot of things that popped my head this weekend as I spent a lot of time alone. Well, a lot of that people... That thought would be funny, and I forgot. A lot of people Most don't of realize that the the entirety of Married with Children was kind of... It was very progressive, actually, kind of. and honest, kind of, because it was the struggle. The entire series was the struggle of the female... Empowering herself with a penis, Peggy. Yeah. And the resistance Eating. to the classic masculine male in America, the classic modern masculine male, where he was constantly resisting getting entered or, you know, being vulnerable, getting entered by his yeah. wife, letting yeah. her love in, letting her love stick in. Yeah. Um, and we really didn't deal with that again until Broad City, which is the yeah. famous pegging episode. Exactly. Um, Al, yeah. now, Sal, pal, null. Right, uh, exactly. So Al is a no. Peg is a pegging. Well, and I always saw it as he didn't want to take Al of it. Yeah. Um, he, wa- <laughs> he, wa- he wanted it Al, except that, because he thought it would damage his masculinity. But He didn't want Alan sex. Yeah. It's, it's, if you let your, your woman love you, it's not... It's not uh, emasculating. Ross. It's not, yeah. yeah, it's not a queer thing. Yeah. It is, it's just her wanting to love you the way she wants to love yeah. you. She wants you to know? spit on her own fake phallus yeah. and stick it in. Yeah, out. she wants to <laughs> hock a snot rocket on there yeah. and lube it up. With... She wants to drink a full glass of whole milk <laughs> yeah. and then have a nice thick spit uh-huh. just to, to oh, yeah. glob it on. And man, if she's got, if she has carved up with a full plate of Mexican food truck spaghetti yeah. before that whole milk. Yeah. She can marathon Al's ass yeah. forever. I've been there. Oh, I've yeah. done that. I know. I've lived it. <laughs> Have my asshole yeah. drilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, now, you mentioned spending a lot of time alone this weekend. Yeah. That's interesting because for the past like six weekends, you've been very busy. I've been out of town with you, Joey, yeah. on several of those mm-hmm. adventures because that's when Contact in the Desert, Alien Con. But then I've been camping. Right. I've been fucking, not really, just myself. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Lego landing, yeah. all sorts. Um, does the new, does your, so, so uh, Steve, infamously, worldwide, has a, a long period that kind of ends. He has a long period. Yeah. He's, Very he's, heavy bleed. That's yes. why I eat a lot of meat is yes. to get my iron up. Yeah. He's losing iron out of his asshole yeah. all the time. I just have a hard bleed. Yes. <laughs> um, you're like, Dad, I have my period. No, you're just getting fucked in the ass yeah. too hard, son. By me. By me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stole it from me. Sorry. 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 Uh, no, but... <laughs> but uh, uh, I was thinking in my mind, I'm going to be going on another trip in August, and there's some people be there. I was like, yeah, you guys... Oh, well, I'll be at the Magic the Gathering tournament in mm. Vegas. Oh, that's there's right. some people going to go, and I was like, oh, I should tell them, hey, if you uh, need a, a good lead on getting hand jobs, uh-huh, I'll hook you uh-huh. up. I oh, know yeah. where. It's uh, whatever yes. my room number is. <laughs> They'll comment you, com- uh, compliment you on being the biggest load shooter. Yes. Uh, yes. Bo Bandy's that- here. Oh, Bo Bandy, welcome. Nothing like day after day of drinking in the sun. Oh, yeah. Um, no, you infamously have a very long kind of first half of summer uh, weekend event schedule that's very full. So, yeah. But would you now say that Contact in the Desert is your new beginning point? That, that? It, it, so it's moved it, it up. even longer. Yeah, because yeah, July was always busy. Now uh-huh. June... Is almost even busy or yeah, uh, or equi busy. Right. So now it's August is the open month, mm-hmm. which that's starting to fill up too. Now it which ends. Is when the Vegas tournament is. I was going to say, is the is that the grand finale of your summer excursions? The summer. I would Steve. just say of excursions because right. summertime just happens to be when they are. Right. Right. Okay. It's like a theory, man. Yeah. Well, because uh, you're a con man. I am. You're not. You're honest. You don't screw people out of their money. You go to conventions a lot. Yes, I will yes. be at Anime Expo this coming Friday. Didn't you have an idea for like a reality show that yeah. was called Con Men? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Where because I used to do a lot of like set up and sell at conventions, right. and it would be like following us around yeah. on the road adventure to get Cape there. And cow collectibles on eBay, exactly, and in Fountain Valley, uh-huh. California. Yes. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, where we it would like follow us buying the stuff and getting things, and because people bring shit into the shop, right? And like, kind of like, uh, I almost said antique hunters, but what's the one where oh, it's antiques like, roadshow? No, but it's the one where it's the, the skinny guy and the fat guy. Oh, oh, diners, drivings, and dives. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen. Uh, fuck, what is that middle one? school humor? Uh, Wait, the skinny guy and the fat guy. Oh, oh, uh, uh, I know what you're talking. Not yeah. Pawn Stars, but no. it's the. They go around American pickers. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. we have, you know, so it's like that where they're like main base and we're getting this and right. we go drive, you know, twelve hundred miles to a show and right. pick up stuff along the way and then sell at the convention and all the crazy stuff right. and then come back and whatever. I always thought that could be interesting. Mm. No one believed me. Well, because it's like a, it's. I mean, that's like a classic travel channel kind that's of. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, just these two dickheads driving around a van yeah. with seeing Americana around See. there to buy See. Americana. Yes. Um, are you doing PowerCon soon? Is I that will a thing? Be doing PowerCon. That's the the teens weekend of August. Okay. So whatever. Oh, 16, that's. 17. I thought it was July for some reason. But. No, um, you're wrong. It used to be in September, so it's progressively oh. getting earlier and hmm. earlier for some reason. Well, because all the power counters, they get hornier and hornier. Seen all. Well, that. there's a lot of power. Prince Eric there. meat. 
So, uh, Prince Adam. <laughs> oh, yeah, Prince so, Eric was the Little Mermaid. The wee mermaid. The wee water bitch, as yes. they call it. Except so, Eternia is a far <laughs> off, it's an alien world Eternia. where uh, it's another planet. Queen Marlena is yeah. actually from Earth, oh. technically. She's the bad person? No, she's a good person. Marlena? So, oh. Queen Marlena is King Randor's wife. King Randor uh-huh. and her sired Prince Adam. Prince Adam, oh, I the see. one who can handle the power sword, right. a.k.a. He-Man. Is it really just called the power sword? Yes. Wow. <laughs> oh, and he says, I have the power. I have the power, and he's got the sword in his hand, and he right. gets all the cool stuff. Very on the nose. Yes. But again, it was early 80s. So toys. The, the toy line came out before stories. So like, right. they came up with the original eight figures, uh-huh. and then they're like, kids don't know how to play with them, right. so let's develop some mini comics to put with them. Some so it lore. tells a story yeah. of who's the good guy, who's the right. bad guy. And then that evolved into... don't know how to play. That's because I've literally sat in panels where hey, it's like the, the girls got it. hole holes, the boys yeah. got buttholes. Got punch punch. <laughs> Finger punch. Right. Uh, so we make all the plastic paint edible. Anything, I don't know why the kids aren't licking his ass. Anything you want. Right. Uh, me likey content. <laughs> So they made uh, content uh, that was digestible by the children to right. say, oh, He-Man oh, and these guys are good. <laughs> Skeletor and these people are bad and all those things. Right. I could go for a, We can do a, a, a closet, closet knowledge, knowledge. Yeah, on yeah. He-Man. But, um, He-Man, as they call it. It was very interesting. Basi- basically, it Seth all started He-Man. because Mattel passed on the Star Wars toy line. Oh, that's right. Back in the day, and they got... They were freaking out because yeah. they needed something, but anyway, they partially yeah. talk about that on the the toys we love or whatever that yeah, Netflix I don't watch series that is. That's too annoying for me because mm-hmm. there's like so many dickheads on that show that I know that are either lying. Yeah, yeah. They're showing fake prototypes, fake stories, and all this other and bullshit spreading, and spreading misinformation in Correct. a way. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's like I can't even watch. Not to sound like a total asshole, but right. I can't even watch that show. Uh, no, it was interesting. I listened to. Um, uh, Fireside Chats, which is a Colin Moriarty podcast yes. uh, on the Colin's Last Stand network. He had uh, one of them. It's all about, it's basically kind of like closet knowledge. He doesn't have much, he's just learning every time from his fans, which is really cool. But they had one where one guy was a collectible shop owner. Yeah. And Colin is like famously into G.I. Joe and Star Wars toys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he had a guy that is from Ohio, from the Cincinnati area. And he, run, I was curious if you know this shop. It's called the Toy Department, mm-hmm. um, and it used to be called Roma Collectibles or something like that. Okay. But it's a very big store, I guess, out there. Um, so and, Brian's uh, Toys used to have a lot of the the actual prototypes and vintage toys from mm-hmm. Kenner back in the day. I yeah. don't know if they have too much now. But. Yeah. He well, the interview reminded me of you, where he was very blunt. He's like, "That shit isn't worth anything," and here's why. Like, it was really yeah. interesting to hear even more and I actually knew some stuff because I listened to you Yeah, where I was like oh yeah I have context for that like you know because yeah. you know Colin was asking some basic things like oh the whole fucking Beanie Babies thing was a big kind of like shit Ruse. thing right yeah. like, and he was somehow yeah like uh, you know it, it became a outside the nerdy collectibles world once in a while you get these unicorn things yeah. where the mainstream thinks something's Which collectible right now it's the Funko Pops right and that's what he was saying too and he's like yeah. he's like yeah even that one's died off but they have proven that there's staying power yeah. with certain lines within the Funko Pops yeah. so cuz i i said these things are dead yeah. years ago yeah. but because oh, they have all Dorbs the... are going to be 7 not even yeah eight. totally <laughs> and then down. proven wrong yeah. as soon as we walked in yes now they're 750 <laughs> right um <laughs> 825. Right. Uh, but yeah, they. Um, 
Thorbs. <laughs> Thorbs. Well, because Funko's constantly trying to find a replacement for Funko because right. they know at some point it's going to die. Right. But they uh, have. Let's make round headed ones instead of exactly. square headed ones. Totally stupid. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's make all these Walking Dead figures with big testicles yeah, huge, and no shafts. Yeah, cream sacks. <laughs> yeah. We'll use live cream. <laughs> Those things are loaded with live cream. Jesus you gotta watch Christ. out. Those are eight. That's a deal, my friend. Some guy's just jerking off in a gun range. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's shooting normal guns, and he's just and he's yeah. Bucky Larson. He's shooting the fucking yeah. semen out. He's not shooting blanks, even yeah. though he claims it. Uh, they, Ugh, but even though I, he fucking claims it, I just yes. want his baby. Claim it. <laughs> um, they, they have enough franchises and. For anchises. For franchises. That's what furries call their shops. See, and for franchises. Yes. <laughs> My franchise. Uh, this is going to be a bad episode. Yeah. Me and Joey have talked about how we're mentally drained yes. for some reason. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. even a rough weekend or no. anything. It just, I don't know. We but, were, uh, we were yeah, before dead. any beer, we were slurring our speech as soon as we walked, as soon as I walked into Steve's house. Yeah. It <laughs> could not rough. talk. <laughs> but yeah, there's enough franchises that. Uh, have some staying power, right. apparently. But they keep... It feels like a quantity so, game for them. Where so it's like... in Magic the Gathering, they have a reserve list that protects certain cards from never get, getting reprinted. Uh-huh. Funko had that, oh. but then they went against it and re- remade Stupid. those figures anyway. Oh. They're like, we'll never make these again. So oh, shooting their own... the vault. Yeah, like, shooting yeah. their own rareness in the foot. Yeah, they're going <clears> to... <throat> that was at like the... some point... I don't see them having like a 20-year, but I mean, they've right. lasted way longer than I thought. Yeah. They... Uh... That reminds me of when we were kids and the Disney VHS yes. tapes for the classic Disney movies. We'd have the commercials in the 90s, and it was like, Beauty and the Beast on VHS only from this October to this whatever. Yeah. Then it's back in the Disney vault, never to be sold again. And it's like, yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah. cunts. Yeah, come on. You and A, A, you were never going to not sell a, it A, one, one. <laughs> B. <laughs> C D E F C C A A A A A C C I C. No, A A. You were never gonna not sell those again. Yeah, you fucking idiots. But it's that exact timing cut that they would never quote creating their own scarcity. And then B, they couldn't have foreseen DVDs and Blu-rays and digital stuff and whatever too. Because now. I'm sure are, they knew something was coming, which is why they could confidently right. say, "That's true." We won't VHS us again. Because as the as the theory always goes, as actually as the economic kind of trend always goes, what drives the new media is porn, Disney, and video games. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but uh, was that you telling me that? Oh no, we saw it at AlienCon where they're uh-huh. like, um, "Star Trek, not the next generation, but some other iterum." Discovery was it? Discovery? Mm-hmm. No. Is that where Barra was like, who likes Star Trek Discovery? Yeah, yeah, where they're like, they it's knew. The, it's the uh, CBS All Access one. 4x3 was not the future, but 16x9 was. Uh, no, that was, um, God. It, it was Barra, but in It wasn't Battlestar Galactica. Was it one of the Alien movies? They were like, they knew that. No, it was. Um, I thought it was a Star Trek. Babylon movie. 5. Babylon 5. Yeah. He was saying that that, that show. No, no, no. Okay. It's its own thing. Um, it's a uh, fun fact. Here's a real deep cut for you. The uh, the large, like almost Vulcan-like African American guy with a third eye on Babylon Five, is the actor, the mocap actor and voice actor of Kratos in the new God of War. So he did the whole thing. Okay. And I never would have thought that because I saw some Babylon Five, and he's supposed to be playing a very wooden whatever character. Yeah. He's like a Vulcan, but if a Vulcan was a, cr- I mean, 
Spock was kind of a badass, like he could fight and things like that. Yeah. But he, this guy was supposed to be like if a Vulcan was like a gladiator An or some act- shit, actual or warrior. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, I mean, Bar at least was honest. Where that show's hard to fucking watch. Like it's pretty good stories, but it's so incessantly cheesy mm-hmm. that you it's hard to get okay. past it. Yeah, I remember just kind of being in that Star Trek yeah. realm style, and it became such a cult favorite for people. Right. 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 Stargate SG One was. Better quality and longer running, but Babylon Five has a more, an even more passionate user base. You know, yeah. Part I, of me, I don't ever want to commit to it because there was Stargate fun. Atlantis too, mm, which was like the sequel another. series, and it stars the guy that played MacGyver on it. I yeah, think yeah, he was yeah. there the whole time. But I don't want to watch it now. My stepdad, Rick, Rick, he is a huge fan. I was of Stargate. Say, I dated a girl, and her dad. <laughs> you dated my stepdad for a while. It was oh. kind of weird. And it's I not came even. In his mouth. It's not even how we met. I, we met no. like six months before yeah. that. Well, we saw each other in the night when I would leave <laughs> right. after his recliner, right. and he claimed that the recliner was there because he barfed from too much acid reflux. Right, right. But it's because he drank my cum so yeah. much, and he, and le- he, and he, and he left it there for my mom, his yeah. wife, who kind of yeah. resented it at the time. So technically, your sisters are my children. Right. I sired them. Because <laughs> they're butt babies. They're, well, they're vomit cum uh, <laughs> that your mom frigged herself. Yeah, off yeah. With. Well, because yeah. he. He took a turkey baster. Yes. He then took that. Ugh, it was pretty crazy. He took the turkey baster, put it in a medical grade syringe. Yes. Uh, and then inserted it back into his balls. So yeah. at least in a mechanical sense, it was mixed in. Yeah. He had to fuck her really hard, my mom, before yeah. the sperm died. Well, before your sperm died from the vomit, uh, the acid. Yeah, that was the true acid reflux. I mean, it was because te- he had an acid reflux. Technically, the balls are are their own thing. <laughs> yes, he had a. It was kind of like a total refux that he had, um, and his balls actually ex- like expunged the cum, right? Because they're inside the ball, not just the sack where he got right. it wrong. So exactly. my load still infested your mother, yes, making siring these two children, right? <laughs> Hot Cheetos says hi, gentlemen. Yes, <laughs> hello, hello. Uh, Bo Bandy's on original Star Trek: The Next Generation should have been it, and that's all. Says. A lot of people say that. There's Deep a lot of Space Nine is so a thing or something. what I've learned. DSN. What I've learned is that uh, Star Trek fans are fairly elitist. Yeah. Not in like a total asshole way, but they're fairly elitist in that. Just like, but it's what I've seen is that just like any other nostalgia, only the ones that they grew up with, whatever that means, it could be is the best. I got into it. sci-fi yeah. at age twenty and saw this. I grew up with my dad watching sci-fi yeah. after getting fucked by my friend. Yeah. My dad gave me mint chip right. once a summer. <laughs> right. I had to expend it right. the whole summer. I had to make it last the whole season VHS box set of each yeah. next generation. Come on, Joe. Don't chop season. through that whole box the whole time. <laughs> we don't got a fucking replicator yeah. like they do, Joe. Yeah. Come on. Can't just make this out there. Oh, oh, you want Whoopi Goldberg with a stupid cone hat to make yeah. you fucking drink and replicate your turkey dinner? I can't. I've never seen nothing like this. <laughs> Wow, this is wild. Oh my. <laughs> it's that, like I a, feel like that's a weird whoopee. It's like a whoopee with Mama Look a Boo Boo Day and other shit. <laughs> oh, Guys, get on out of here. <laughs> Mixed with the chicken lady from Kids in the yeah. Hall. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a weird, like. <laughs> Bo Bandy says, correction, the one with the Borg with the tits. Yes. With the big tits. I think that was Next Generation. Oh, yeah. And the, mo- the, and the movie right. uh, with her, too, yeah. which was Insurrection, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's it's like 
hey, guys, it's okay to just say I liked Deep Space Nine because my older siblings watched Next Generation and sort of got me into it when I was too young. Yeah. Then when I was old enough to understand complicated things, I got into yeah. Deep Space Nine. A la episode one through three. Exactly. Kids in my shop would fucking freak out yeah. and love that shit, yeah. even though everyone's like, that's the worst movies. But right. they're the ones who grew up with Darth Maul and Jar Jar and all that bullshit. Exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, and it, they, but they don't want to admit. They want to talk about... They're the kind of... Because, again, it's the anti-Star Wars thing, too. Is like, yeah. I mean, there's crossover fans, but... The Star Trek fans who are hardcore Star Trek fans tend to be like, you know, Star Wars is just a bunch of fucking fighting and action, yeah. whatever. It's not real sci-fi. It's a sci-fi. classic lore of these, right. you know, the hero and the old wizard right. and the fucking blah, it's just blah, a, blah. It's a fantasy story. It's yeah. not sci-fi. Right. And it's right. like, I, I get, who cares, A? Fuck off. It's all entertainment that is yeah. meant to teach you a little bit of something or In whatever. Space. But Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, anyway. Yeah. Um, we I've, did see, we didn't see any, uh, oh, we did, sorry. The hey, 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 hey. <laughs> the only through line from Contact to Alien Con the past yeah. uh, month was was a couple Star Wars cosplayers, basically, right? In terms of, in terms well, of like mainstream sci-fi cosplay, is rough. I mean, I think it was like there was a one Death star or some sort of em- Empire like lieutenant, right? Or something. At uh, Contact, and then at Alien Con, they had those stormtrooper guys. Was there storm? Because remember, like, well, there's the pictures of like Richard Dalton. They were a group of dudes, and I think there was a truck outside. Oh, that was no, the five hundred first is they, here. I was or gonna whatever. say they have the five hundred first. Fuck had those guys. A booth at. If you're in the five hundred first, stop listening to the show. Well, there's someone who works with us who's in the five hundred first. Stop listening to the show. Yeah. Um, you have to tell me who that. Do I know uh, who that is? Technically, yes. I'll, it's a deep backstory on how you actually know this person. Got so. it. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm very intrigued now. Yeah. <laughs> Stop the podcast. No, uh, but uh, do you remember a man named Blakey? Oh, that fucking guy. He's deep in it. Of course, he is. As Darth Vader, you as hated that guy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see him all the time. Right. He's at work. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Um, <laughs> uh, do you remember Black? <laughs> oh, are you Angela White? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's so charming. He's really charming. Uh, Fucked me in the back of his vein. <laughs> back of his vein number. Ben, yeah. He lines my pussy up right. The last six digits. Seven eight three. <laughs> That's six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm smart. Yeah. Um, as my wife has been saying, so my wife recently got and into the. And I love. Is uh, a speaking of Sleeva Wizard yeah. is playing the new uh, Harry Potter Wizards Unite. She fought it for a long time. Yes, for she fought it for nine days yeah. until That's she finally time, until I mean. she finally caved in. No, actually, it was just seven. It was a week. She caved in and started playing it. It's the it's the not the successor, but it's the next game from Niantic or Niantic, the Pokemon Go players. But there's been a running joke now where she literally, <laughs> I was dying. She listed off she listed off all these hyper specific things. Because I was like, because it's like an RPG, and she never really played RPGs, and oh, it has pretty. I thought it was just a hunt down, and like, it's a find very, stuff. it's a, it's a not very, it's a much compared to Pokemon Go, it is a very deep RP has RPG okay. elements to it. So yeah. you have HP, you have power levels and skill levels. Harry you, Potter, you pick a class like a job and stuff like that, and you get special skills compared to that. Yeah. Yes, um, and uh, she was, she goes, she goes, okay, I've had, I've created seventeen potions. I've had, I have this much spell energy. I have these many ingredients for potions, and I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm still learning. Yeah. So that's become Got a running it. joke where it's like, I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. I'm still learning. Yeah, I've learned all these billions of things, and I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah. So anyway, uh, we have some reaching for the stars. We do. Oh, um, well, I was gonna touch on one thing before we dive. Yeah, so yeah. I always forget. Pull these up. Uh, and if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen our stories. But I posted yes. a thing because I was at the original Misfits show in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And I forgot how much of a conspiracy theorist Danzig really is. Oh, that's right. And he always talks about how the government is covering up things and how millionaires and, gover- and government people can kill their wives and girlfriends and get away with it. Mm-hmm. So the story I posted was, because I totally forgot, there's a few songs where he's conspiracy theory where it's like, I turned into a Martian. <laughs> Teenagers from Mars, which is about how Martians are fucking little girls, uh-huh. and we're all teenagers of those children. We're, we're the children of those children. Oh. And then he has several songs about the Kennedy assassination, which is Bullet, oh. which is like they got in trouble f- and banned from ever playing in Texas because when they played hmm. in Dallas, they sung Bullet, which is like uh texas is the reason that the president's dead and right, like, right. jackie's sucking him off and all this stuff oh and then they have another song called who killed Marilyn," who they played mm-hmm. and it's like it's not a mystery whatever not to me right like all the it's like it's not a mystery like the government killed them right and i just kind of brought that up because i forgot you know tied to the show yeah maybe i can do some more research but Big time conspiracy theorists, and a lot of their songs are about conspiracies and aliens and like all this other kind of stuff. Huh. Yeah. So is he? That's you, why I posted it because it was uh, when I turned into a Martian. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. Do you think that he thinks he's connected, or he just he that's his way to express them in song and spread to them? Exp- exactly yeah, to yeah. like he's like I don't because literally I was gonna record it, but he just goes off on all these things. But right. it was like. Everyone, anyone wonder why billionaires and fucking politicians get to murder their their uh, right, girlfriends, right. spouses, and girlfriends? It's because they whatever. can get away with it. And they're they're connected and right. blah blah blah. And like he he listed some website like blacksomething.com. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's where I go to get my news. Oh, because all these fuckers are lying to you and all this stuff's like right, right. happening or whatever. Interesting. Yeah, and he mm. used to be more subtle, like in the Misfits days of like. To a certain extent, just putting a lyric here or there or whatever, or or song about it, right? But like now it's yes, yes. Um, but now he just blatantly he's like fuck the government, right? Right. People and blah blah blah. blah, So he's like he's uh, he's braver than Wilcock because he goes out there and goes on tour and he doesn't have a bunch of security assholes protecting him. Technically, yes, he does, but (laughs) not for those reasons. Right. Uh, He lets you in though. Yeah, but I mean the whole show, he's like it's like in between songs. Joey's stepdad. I heard you dropped load in him, and he gave it in his own sack, and then it exploded. Right. Um, <clears throat> but anyways, yeah. I, I totally hear you're ex- the only male who can impregnate other males. <laughs> That's a thing, right? right? Must be a hybrid. Yeah. A welcome, hybrid. Welcome to Junior. <laughs> but yeah, because a Feel lot how of- soft yeah. skin is. <laughs> a clip. A yeah. clip. Yeah. <laughs> 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 soft my skin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My skin is soft. My skin is soft. They, uh, hey, 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 um, yeah, I wanted to not forget this one first. Uh, there probably is one or two I'm going to forget, but there's about five here tonight. Uh, this is from a fan 
called T underscore boost with three O's on Instagram. He says, five stars for you. I follow y'all on Spotify, Spotify, of course, um, and I can't give a rating on there, but fuck y'all make my work day go by faster. Listening to your podcast and accents are spot on. Throw me a shout out on your next one, T-Boost. Uh, by the way, tell me what you think about our A-R-E flavor. <laughs> Uh, crying, laughing face, crying, laughing face. We will face. take the sucralose. Yeah, flat, flat Earth is just some. It's like, come on, guys. Yeah. Like, so you, yeah, it, it 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 like like sucralose said, flat Earth is a true evangelical religion. At this point, you have to literally have the same mindset, and and say all of the rules for the rest of the universe are X Y Z, but ours is A B C yeah. A A A A. Totally different. Yeah, um, triple A's. Exactly, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's like, don't. There's nothing to talk about. It is very easily provable in many ways with not only observation but basic math. Yeah. Um, and if you if you had to apply that all heavenly bodies, planets, stars, whatever were flat, the entirety of mathematics falls apart. Yeah. So. And what is flat <clears throat> technically? Like, right. are we talking two D or just kind of? Yeah. Obelisk, is it a fucking hologram like pixelated flat? onto yeah. a plane or are we in a two D dimension? I don't believe so. Right. If if it's if it's flat ish, how thick is it, and why is it that thick and not as thick yeah. as something else? As a charming man. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Is it T H I C C thick or just normal yeah. thick? Correct. Or as uh um uh. Dan Arnold on Roseanne, you know, played by John Goodman, used yes. to used to make milkshakes for the kid, and he said, "Hey, you want thick, 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 or, th- or extra Triple. thick, oh, thick?" Yeah. And then when he was mad at Becky that one episode because she fucked, thin, he didn't want to make her a milkshake, and then she talked to him about it, and he decided to make her after connecting with her about how she's an how adult now, whatever, to make a, an extra creamy milkshake. Oh boy. <laughs> Bobandy also says dry docking would have been a better way to transfer the sperm. That's true. Yeah. But not nearly as fun. Not how Eric does it. Right. Oh. Well, then there's no. Well, Rick. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Rick. <laughs> but then there's no. There's no um, uh, wet transfer. That's a dry dock, right? But once you release your load, it's now wet. Yeah, but you wanted the acid barf too. Well, you know, you wanted to. You had that xenomorph inside I mean, he was barfing you. because of the cum in my cock right. gagging his throat. Well, and he already has acid reflux just from food. Well, too. no, that's what I'm saying. Too that's, much cheese. He cake. blames it on. So he claims. Every time we sleep oh, in that chair. Oh, he's a claim blamer. <laughs> old Stevie Poo oh, yeah. maybe made a visit. Yeah. If yeah. you just if you that if, throw up in your guys's bed, right? Maybe it was me. <laughs> yeah, my stepdad famously about a month ago. <laughs> yeah. Got, Legendary night. <laughs> got super crossfaded at a family party at our anniversary Which party. Which means was weed and alcohol. so he was super drunk on alcohol, and then uh, our uh, kind of his not a brother in law, but uh, but. My uh, uh, brother-in-law's papa. Whatever. Um, he's a big weed guy. I brought out the vape uh, weed pens, and my stepdad took rips off it like it was a bong, like three in a row. Well, also, I've always said this. Fuck you weed people. Yeah. It's not as mellow as you claim right. because you're a fucking alcoholic You're a fucking stoner. Yes, exactly. Um, tell people I've how to smoke. I've had this nightmare happen to me. Yeah. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah, tell people how to smoke. Or... Yeah. There's those pens. Or say it's it's rough. It's strong. Yes. Don't there's those do there's those pens that they make, which are uh, John Gabris like says this. He's like the perfect thing. I can't remember the name, but the perfect thing to bring to a party 
is a couple of the pens that have a maximum inhalation cartridge mm-hmm. thing. So it's the perfect hit yeah. every time. And he's like, right. the only you person... You could suck on it for five minutes and it'll give right. you one hit. If out. Terry Crews wanted a bigger hit because he's a gigantic muscle-bound man, then sure, he might he might need two. But yeah. that's better than having one and fucking vomiting on the fucking floor immediately after, like my stepdad did, and then went to bed that night, puked in the bed, and yeah. left it for my mommy to yes. clean up. And he went downstairs to the seat where Steve fucks his mouth. Yeah, yeah, his mouth. <laughs> uh, he fucks him with his mouth. I mouth, I mouth him, aka mouth him. You mount with his mouth, ma- with your yeah. mouth, well, um, his mouth. Well, my wiener. Uh, anyways, know, potato, potato. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, thanks. T underscore <laughs> on Instagram. Um, I wonder if that's like a testosterone boost or a tit boost. Uh, and the then- Lord will never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we go back to Apple Podcasts. Uh, this one comes to us, this five-star review comes to us from Mama Dick Cord. Um, <laughs> and, uh, let's Mama see. Dick Cord? Yes, D-I-C-K-C-O-R-D. All one word. Um, best podcast ever, five stars. Thank you, Mama Dick Cord. I love the show Ancient Aliens, and I'm really glad I happened across this podcast. You guys take the best parts from the actual show, uh, parentheses, the kooky cast and the wild contradiction, and bring them to the forefront and talk about them. I almost wish I was watching the episodes on TV as you guys are commenting on them. I hope Ancient Aliens keeps making episodes so you guys do too. Is there any other weird History Channel TV shows you're both into? Oh, right. I really like Ice Road Truckers. Did we yeah. already read this or I read this to you? No, I remember reading Because we forgot. I think we forgot uh, to read yeah, these. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will watch Ice Road Truckers if I'm very yes. bored on a weekend. Yes. And they've got that marathon. And I have watched that before. I've watched yeah. three or four episodes of that. It's pretty it's not compelling. not as kooky, but it is yeah. definitely like, oh, I'll keep watching It's this. more just like interesting because like, these guys are yeah. actually doing this and right, it's super right, dangerous. Right. Um, uh, Mama Dickcord, if you want us to, to listen to another podcast about, not a History Channel show, but close enough. They're all owned by a a a and or something like that networks. Um, the Travel Channel, Ghost Adventures. We have a podcast, Adventurous Ghosts, that is only on our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Probing Ancient Aliens. For five bucks a month or more, you get at least one episode of Adventurous Ghosts every month, as well as one or two other podcasts about the world of aliens or the paranormal or whatever. So, um, cheers. Yeah, even for five, if you want to pay five bucks and download everything that's on there and just fucking binge it, uh, just like Steve binged yeah. on my stepdad's acid mouth flux juices. Mouth. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, then stings uh, the wiener. Yeah, patreon.com slash probing Yeah, aliens. technically you could pay $5 <laughs> right now and get five episodes. Yeah. That's a dollar an the, episode. The newest people can go in there, download everything you've ever posted, which is why Patreon's cool. It's not about right. gouging people for money, um, but the people that have also been there from the beginning, those people will tend to get perks get and things later on. Yeah. Or like Bo Bandy. Uh, we actually talked to shirts. live. and Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, so. Yeah, talking to Bo Bandy on the reg. Um, oh, I'm over here now. Uh, Which Bobandy, don't ever worry about intruding on these because Oh yes, your Patreon on the combat, Twitch, combat um, comments Bobandy. We always enjoy your comments, which you said he ate some massive weed cookie and was paralyzed for hours. Yeah. I've done that with chocolate. You're supposed I, to eat like two bites of the weed cookie. One of the I ate a chocolate <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I'm not feeling it, so I ate another and I was like the classic fully scenario. Dusted. Someone mm-hmm. called me. I don't know why I picked up the phone, mm-hmm. but they must have thought I was out of my mind because I was like <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fudgy, like, Fudgy's okay. I think it was like when Arrested Development came back on uh-huh. uh, Netflix. Oh, the, the new season. It was either the, it was a new the season first new this. season or the second new season. But uh-huh. I'm like, 
everyone says they <clears throat> laugh and have a good time on weed. I just ate some of this chocolate. Yeah. We watched this, and I was in hell. I was like, oh. <laughs> just like out of my mind, yeah. paralyzed, right. couldn't move, couldn't speak. Yeah. Like, just like this is not funny. This is not fun. Right. <laughs> uh, I just want I just want this to be over, so I'm not spinning. Right. Like Billy I, Crystal was in the corner yelling at you, yeah, telling yeah, you how yeah, not funny, yeah, not fun yeah. it was. Um, but yeah, I just. That's why weed scares the fuck out. All, all of my bad experiences, mm. like I've eaten mushrooms and stuff, but yeah, like yeah. it's the weed that lasts a while yeah. and sends you into this like realm of spins that you just can't get out until mm. it's out of your system. And we're like, you, did you say like, you were also I'll, drinking that night too? Uh, that was the first time I smoked weed heavily. Yeah. Where it was with doctors and I was drinking, so I was crossfading and puking and all that. Fucking Sounds stuff. like a very interesting. I was with a bunch of doctors. I and was. Yeah. Were you a lab experiment? Yes. They were watching me, telling me. Yeah. No, that's when PTR thought everyone was looking at us. So mm-hmm. he took his wadded up piece of bread out of his mouth and chucked it into the wall oh. for some reason. <laughs> and then thought, he kept saying the cops were showing up and coming. Oh my God. That was you guys are showing up and coming everywhere. Yeah. God, they're jerking it. Uh, no, but. <laughs> Like the weed police brutality. Yes, <laughs> at least with like alcohol and stuff, you can puke and right. like you're like out of it and blah blah blah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> which if you're blacked out, it's a whole another story. But yes. with weed, it's like once you tip, hit that tipping point, right? You're, you're stuck for so long. It's in your fat cells for yeah. a long. Well, time. and just your yeah, it's just you're in that state and you're not going anywhere. Right, right. Like it's I fucking hate it. because alcohol. You it. literally piss out most of it after an hour or two, Yeah, it goes in and out, and you're just done, and maybe you have a headache for a while, and you you can at least take some Advil or puke or something, or all the combos of everything. Yeah, yeah. And just be in hell for a while, but know it's getting better, where with the weed stuff, it's like you're just in the zone. Right. Which, which on on weed's defense and all that, like, the last time I had that happen, I woke up, and I felt like a million bucks. Like, I felt... Oh, right. Where, like, with no hangover. With, yeah, exactly. With right. alcohol, you're like, oh, I feel like shit, blah, blah, blah. With right. the weed stuff, I'm like, well, I'm back to normal. I'm, I can walk around, you know. And I've had weed people tell me, because I've, you know, heard stories like that or whatever. Like, I've smoked weed a handful of times. It was always just whatever. I actually never had a bad experience, but I also yeah. never had a fun experience either. Right. I've, yeah, but I've for yet the, to have a but great for, for the same reason is that no one was willing to go, hey, you're kind of new to weed. Let me show you. Here's a couple styles. Here's what this does. It's like beer. And I've had this conversation where somebody who was very weed trained said, it literally is like beer. You don't want to give a Bud Light drinker who yeah. drinks occasionally a Bud Light and a Stella, yeah. and he's done, because he has a little buzz and he's done. And then you give him a, whole, a, a fucking- A Black Tuesday. Yes, you give him a, a 22% chocolate age, bourbon barrel age stout that's been aged for four years, yeah, and it's 23% pint. alcohol. Yeah. And you give him a big glass of it and say, drink up. Yeah, it's not that bad. That person's going to be fucking wasted and vomiting, right? right like, right. you need to have somebody that's going to go, here, here's these couple blends of this This is weed. your allotment. Yeah. You've never done it. Just take, just breathe in for like a half a second. Yeah. Do that three times over five minutes and then stop. Like, right. that's what you really need is someone to guide you through that yeah. kind of stuff. But Which most weed people are not that. Like, beer, right. I'm like, hey, like, maybe it's just because you're in that mindset of like, oh, try this or that. Right. But like weed, it's like, nope, just go for it. Right. And you, well, and it's because I mean, alcohol, you're literally seeing the liquid. Yeah. So even if you don't know what's in it, you're either saying your body's going, this is strong as shit. I need to pace myself. Or, holy shit, I've drank three bottles of something. Three bottles right. of water is a lot of water, you know, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. So you can, yeah, quantify it much right. easier. There's a visual aspect, whereas the weed, 
a clump of this could be I'm off the deep end or oh I could do like this all night. You know, you yeah. never you just yeah. don't know because you and don't it know what's hits mixed you in at there. different times. Right. It's funny we're actually part part of the uh, the old uh, Rockefeller J.P. Morgan anti cannabis anti uh, whatever conspiracy yeah. against al- or against weed in right, favor right. of alcohol <laughs> for the fact that we just want uh, pulp for paper to exactly. be made by trees right. and not weed. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I would I know multiple people that I would never trust Barl. Because he's the guy who gave my stepdad the weed and does it every time. And three out of four fucking times, my stepdad gets super sick. And yeah. he's also dumb. And he's been... He's, he's dumb moved, to fall for it. He's moved from the beers I give him to glasses of scotch, then does weed. <laughs> oh, that fucking weed pushed me over the edge. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah that could have been... crushing shithole Elysian IPAs. Yeah, exactly. But his son, Bick, who was yeah. on... Our, uh, my, you know, he's my brother-in-law. He was yeah. on our, uh, my, our, my bachelor party and all like, that stuff I to don't Portland. Think he's here yet. Um, <laughs> he would be the perfect guy, or even my sister, to say, "Hey, just do this, and you'll be yeah, fine yeah, for this yeah, amount." Because yeah, yeah. they're not there to fucking, yeah, fucking another Let's weed convert. Go to another like, fucking realm, right? Yeah. They're not. He's not. They're not getting horny off of yeah. seeing you puke on the ground because right, of the weed right, that right. made you crossfaded. Yeah. So, um, our next <laughs> reaching for the stars As review, forty minutes <laughs> exactly, um, is uh, from Beaver Boss via Apple Podcast. So. Uh, Beaver Boss, he or she labels this as good stuff. Um, good stuff, five stars. Been listening to you guys for a few weeks now. Really enjoy all the shows. If you want to laugh out loud, give these guys a listen. So funny and great information. I've never seen the show y'all review, but enjoy the content. The impressions are great. Beer They're Drunk, that is my favorite. Uh, tired Hands is in my backyard. Heard the shout out. Keep it up. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, heard the shout out to Tired Hands because I think we had drank them or talked about them oh okay so got keep it. up the the tire like, oh i see which we do I have know, a, beer a long time since in beer a somewhere there. we've got yeah. to do it but um yeah. but uh i listen to quite a few alien podcasts and you guys are by far the most consistent with new episodes there we that's go. actually a big compliment because yeah. we record usually on mondays which is the day when you don't always want to do something when you get right. home so especially because this takes four hours usually to watch an episode and then record so yeah. um but we like doing it and when i'm done it's like working out or doing some hobby that like yeah. you, you don't want to do it. You're tired. As soon it, as you're yeah. done, you're like, I'm really gl- I'm really glad I didn't skip it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that is one of those rules from Colin Moriarty that I remember hearing. Do not. And Howard Stern said it too. Yeah. Don't uh, always Sacrifice, stick to a schedule. Yeah. You have to always every fucking week. If you promise a weekly show, deliver a weekly show. Right, so right. especially in the internet where people can yeah, fucking yeah. watch a billion other things. So thank you, Beaver Boss. Yes. Um Bo Bandy says your your stepdad reminds me of Keith. Oh. <laughs> oh of course he does. I've seen yeah. pictures of Keith too. Yeah. They look they look I, exactly I like. fuck Joey's not only his stepdad but his stepdad's yeah, yeah. sister as well. So bring on yeah. Keith's sister and yeah. I'm in. When we do our uh, Orlando meet and greet at uh, yeah. whatever the next magic convention I go yeah. to in Orlando because I went stri- a few years ago. At some strip club outside of Disney World yeah, but I'd never going that. in. Well, um, I do follow a stripper who strips in Tampa. Oh. And she's always complaining about on how Instagram? she's single and doesn't get banged, but oh. she's also a Puerto Rican girl who with I think she probably standard. she's probably, probably not into me. She's probably married and tells all the guys on her channel. No, that. I could tell from her posts. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they make you fall in love with them <laughs> with their lives. Yes. I don't um, pay her any money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this Florida stripper, completely honest. Yes. I'll tell you, I've seen enough of her consistent posts. 
she's banging a guy. That's news to me. Yes. We forgot yeah. this one a while ago. Um, if this is who I think it is, it might be Anthony Doyle, one of our patrons. Thank you, Anthony. If it's not, thank, you, thank you to Prolapse JB via Apple Podcasts. Uh, it's titled Doily Loves Coke. Mm. Um, and he says, I was going to ask, why do you think Doily? And then there you go. Doily Loves Coke. Absolutely love the podcast and the impressions. Keep it up, guys. Hashtag my ass is a cheeseburger. <laughs> And I don't know if that, if so that is, it? yeah, I don't know if that's what we said at one point, or if Doily is encouraging us to, or sorry, Prolapse JB is encouraging us to eat their ass, because it's delicious yeah. like a cheeseburger. Well, tis the season, a.k.a. There it is. Ass-eating season. There it is. With a Z-N. Yes. Um, there is one or two others. There's a quick non-reaching-for-the-stars non shout-out, but we did get message, and I've been, uh, I don't know, not concerned but I don't know how to answer this person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I was going <laughs> to ask you about this. Uh, I don't know how to answer this person who messaged us on our Facebook, facebook.com slash probing ancient aliens. Uh, a certain man named Ben Vonderheide, uh, B-E-N-V-O-N-D-E-R-H-E-I-D-E, -E -E, a very German name. He reached out to us randomly. Um, he Have says, you responded back? Not, no, because okay. I actually don't know a lot about the topic he's asking about. And I don't know how to talk to him. I would say, well, we're a podcast that analyzes the show Ancient Aliens. Well, so this is why I'm talking about yeah. it here. Yeah. If he actually listens to this episode, um, then that's the test. I will know. If he responds and goes, oh, hey, I listened and you gave me a shout out. Let's just, I love your show. If not, in which I think that he has no clue who we are. I, I um, think it'd be funny to interview him in our style yes. and I could figure out how to record that call. Right. And then we just have to do like a Skype or a Zoom or a Google message yeah, call something. or whatever. So I think I could, we could. We could maybe still twitch it. Yeah. But we could um yeah, out Live through the it. computer yeah, into yeah. the board. And so he's all about the Namoli, N M O N O M O L I, which doing a cursory review. He's been on an episode in twenty fourteen and then apparently recently too. The Namoli statues uh, are these African statues, they're elongated skulls, all this stuff. He's apparently like the daddy of all yeah. Namoli well, it things. It says like they were made somewhere else and the people brought them when they migrated to right. wherever they found them. So I will write him back and just say say exactly like, like oh hey, I'm just researching these. I want to tell you know, whatever. But yeah. or should you I just ask a, him? I would just say, hey, are you familiar with our show? Yeah. Are you familiar with the show? We yeah. don't have a strong opinion on these. We right, actually right. just kind of analyze the episode of Ancient right. Aliens. If you still want to talk. So just be honest with him, right? Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, just okay. be forthcoming of what yeah. what it is. We don't want to trick him. So I'll be interested to see if uh, he stops responding or blocks us. Because yeah, you said that, he but. was on Ancient Aliens? He says, hello, this is Ben Vonderheide from last week's episode of Ancient Aliens. We got this Thursday right. night. And I just said, hi there, how are you? <laughs> he wrote, stellar, great poll. Yeah. And you? And I didn't write back. And he wrote, let's talk about Namoli. I didn't write back. And he wrote, we would welcome your opinion of Namoli. Right back. So he's persistent. So, yeah. Yeah. I, so I'd say just be straight up. Yeah. I'll just say, hey, busy weekend. You know, we were... Yeah. Going through leather tubes in space yeah. and came back at this time we to talk to you. We were prolapsing and, yeah. you know, had one fall out. We couldn't get back in. Because if so. he's just some guy. So he also, when I looked him up, the Google image results of him, and I verify it's the same guy. doctor? Kind of. He also was screenshot on some TV, a newscast or something, and it was like Ben Vonderheide, owner of daddyjustice.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and Daddy then I look, and daddyjustice.com is a site what about family law or something. What the Daddy Justice? And, and he's also, so here's the thing too, looking at his posts, he's a very, he's an ancient aliens guy, 
archaeological guy, but also a very pro, uh, a very pro masculinity pro, a guy. A pro lapse guy. Yes, <laughs> very pro masculinity. He's kind of like because everyone's talking about to- toxic masculinity and that. classic, classic male stuff is now evil and all that shit. He's very much uh, being anti that and trying to be like masculine positive yeah. and whatever. Interesting. It looks like a middle aged guy. I don't know. Just, so I mean, I'll hit him up as soon as we we're done. I recording. mean, if we sure. line something up with actually someone yeah. from the show, exactly. <laughs> We get press passes in the future. We get all sorts of shit. Yeah. But so Bobani uh, says, Mons Venus is the holy grail of strip clubs in Tampa. This oh. girl strips at Club Hush because mm. it always says, "I'm the only Barbie here," and she's some Puerto Rican chick with a big ass. Oh, who's gonna come check me out? Wouldn't uh, a Barbie be a blonde white chick? Well, blonde girl. Oh, so I see. she bleaches her hair. Got it. And my then, sister-in-law, who grew up in Tampa, calls it Trampa. True that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Bobani also says, ask if he means holy mole. If he gets it, <laughs> you know he is a, uh, he knows your show. Right. Um, I will ask him that, Bobandi. Thank you. Yeah. Also, holy any prolapso. Any fans out there, if you know who Ben Vonderheide is, if he's, because we have not seen him at any conventions or anything. If you know who he is or follow him in the Ancient Aliens Did you verse, watch the last week's episode? I did. I haven't, I've only watched. I actually haven't couple, watched any yeah. of the brand new ones, so uh, I've only watched one of the last season, which was on like six months ago too. Right. So. Well, when we were in the hotel when the right. premiere. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, we watched a lot of Ghost Adventures that trip anyway. Yes, because um, at this point, I would rather save them for a year from yeah, now yeah, when yeah. we're recording about those episodes. So, because yeah, I we did the math and we're going to catch up at some point next year yes. to like the live quote unquote episodes, but exactly. at least they release them through the year. I'm sure. Yeah. Whatever. We'll Travel Channel, out History Channel, they do those kind of multiple shorter seasons throughout the year. Yeah. Um, which is good, but also annoying. Again, like I was telling you about the newest Ghost Adventures, literally was the first episode where they captured zero evidence. So yeah. um, that was the Amarillo Terror or something. It was. It was the newest. And they episode went to Texas then. Yeah, they were going Fine. to Texas, and for another thing, and they at the beginning they're like. We canceled that because we got a call. This is way more dangerous, and I'm upset because a little girl is getting yeah. attacked. Happens to be my stuff. next neighbor, so right. I can't have to travel. Right. <laughs> I just spoke really oh. fucked up. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I have my neighbor, yeah. so I can't have travel. travel. Yeah, it's uh, heroin, Bagans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of heroin. Let's, Let's go get, into alien encounters. Yeah, I, I feel. I also feel like I'm fine doing all this because the show was really boring. Oh yeah, this yeah. episode like literally halfway through, I was like, "Wait, what is this episode of even about?" Yeah. It's 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 a weird like again. I feel like every season they have one or two episodes which could be the series premiere. Yeah, like literally showing everyone. Uh, for you British fans, we call seasons seasons because that's what they're supposed to be. Asking. Okay, a series is a show. Charlie Smith, fucking dick. Um, no, I love Charlie Smith. Um, but uh, yeah, the this this could be a series premiere again. If you caught this show, in as they even joked about AlienCon, one of the many marathons that a- Ancient Aliens is on the History Channel on yep. all the time, and you caught this episode, this is a pretty decent like main pillars of of Ancient Astronaut Theory episode. Yeah. It basically just goes through big events and usually religious events and how they could be aliens. So yeah. we've talked about most of these before, not all in detail, but most of them, they start off with the uh, Fukushima incident in Japan Yard. in 2011. So everyone thinks of the nuclear reactor meltdown, but it was caused by this insane earthquake right off the coast. Yeah, of it's not Japan. a uh, Chernobyl. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but uh, they do talk about Chernobyl 
Because uh, that when they show the guys running, or is that still Fukushima? The the guys running was Chernobyl, where it looked like that the putties was, from Power Rangers yeah, running and to scoop up the shit. Yes, then, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they they talk about aliens and UFOs, or sorry, just UFOs being spotted around Fukushima the the weeks leading up to the event and the weeks afterwards while the cleanup was happening. So right. uh, William Henry Medallion Man's on. Not nobody that I would expect to be on this episode is on the most. Wilcock right. is heavy, big Wilcock on this episode. Yeah. And he actually Thick brings up, well, here's what I'll say. I'm going to give him a little credit on this episode because he brought up things that made me bring up what I think are interesting points that we'll talk about when we get there. Um, but uh, William Henry Medallion Man, a.k.a. Amulet Asshole. Because um, <laughs> we I, did see I, a bunch. I still yeah. like that term too much to yeah. just completely adopt it. Medallion yeah, Man, yeah, even though yeah. Medallion Man's better. But, oh, yeah, he, Nicer. Was, he was frantically bringing coffee to his wife Yeah, at and their someone booth. called him out at... From another booth, yeah. and he's like, "Yeah, fuck off." Yeah. Kind of. To he the was guy. like, "He's like, uh, hey, William, uh, get me a black with whatever, two yeah, sugars yeah. and whatever." Yeah. And he's just like, "Oh, fuck off." Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why do you like, feel the power? I didn't add the... anything to what you said. You yeah. just said, "Oh, he told him to fuck off," <laughs> and I just, "Oh, yeah, yeah fuck, fuck off. off." Yeah, I mean, it was that raw. <laughs> I couldn't even think. <laughs> it was pretty traumatizing, yeah, actually. Yeah. So, and then um, I, the one of the most traumatizing of that weekend too was speaking of that. Out of many traumatizing events. Multiples. <laughs> we didn't mention any of them on the last no. week's episode <laughs> week. <laughs> when I turned around to look for you, Barra yeah. was behind me. Oh, in yeah. he, Barra was in between you yeah. and me. And you barfed on his shoes. I did. And uh, I looked behind to look for you, and he just smiled at me. And yeah. I was like, God, he thinks I'm fucking looking at did him. Did Joey turn into Barra? Yeah. Joey Have I been friends with Mike Barra? Barra is Joey? <laughs> Joey is a man? <laughs> Like, and you're in a shower putting a plunger on your asshole yeah, yeah, trying yeah, to suck the out evil the out of cum. it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> evil equals old yes. cum. That is the Latin roots of that word. It means True old that. semen. Yeah, exactly. rotten semen. Yeah, of the rot. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, William life Henry. Life of the rot. There, I was going to say life in rot <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Uh, Medallion Man comes on and says, uh, this suggests the possibility that extraterrestrials were involved in stabilizing that situation because had the plant melted down, it would have made a large swath of Asia uninhabitable for a very long time. Yeah. Um, Childress chimes in here. All galactic daddy shit with Childress. It's all... Are, were they trying to help us for some yeah. reason? Uh, is it possible that they ultimately saved mankind from a much worse cataclysm? Yeah. Um, so they're, they're coming in and asking, and they talk about Chernobyl. It's so weird when I take off one... Just yeah, earphone uh, uh, here. One yeah. of my cans. Um, this here. <laughs> uh, they talk about Chernobyl. They show a shitty CG graphic of UFOs like shining lights on Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, it's interesting that those were reports. However, the the recent and I'm not even being sarcastic here. The recent HBO miniseries did not deal with that at all. Like they didn't even no. talk about sightings or anything. No, I which, mean, but that would have actually added an interesting mystique to the show. But I guess it would have changed the seriousness of it. Yeah, because too totally. many people have a stigma against like, why UFO the, yeah, stuff. That, you know, that would have been way out of what they were trying to do with that show. Right. Um, but yeah, show a guy killing dogs. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, episode four of Chernobyl was really rough to yeah. watch, but uh, I was rock hard. Yeah, we skipped, we fast forwarded through most of those scenes. Oh, really? Be and then we asked other people, was there any interesting or important dialogue? And they're like, no. It's the whole point was they were killing dogs, and then you can go back and read the lines that they said to each other, and it was all just about this is what we have to do as well, comrades and whatever. Him you know? coming to reality of this crazy right. tragedy. And it was a happens. miniature coming of age yeah. story yeah. about this exactly. young dude who had to yeah. volunteer yeah. for this. So. Um, but, uh, 
Anyway, um, apparently there were there were UFOs and lights reported over Chernobyl. Um, again, also maybe they did deal with it in the sense that the 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 particular chemical offshoots, the radiation going in, created weird colored lights because of the yeah, nature yeah, of yeah. the chemicals. So, um, but uh, they they uh, what did I what did I write here? Oh, uh, I asked the question here: Could could the caring galactic daddy thing? That the ancient astronaut theorists are obsessed with, or a lot of them are, yeah. be because of because of things we heard at AlienCon and Contact in the Desert, and that Wilcock talks about a lot, which is that I believe, like we we on our Patreon episode, right, our Patreon exclusive of David Wilcox, uh, ancient pyramids in lost civilizations or whatever, which yeah. he barely talked about that yeah. at all. His whole Probably point 30 of that seconds, yeah, he's like he's like he's like I believe when disclosure happens, we are going to find that the uh, uh, the UFO abduction phenomena is of Earth. It is Earthlings abducting Earth. So it's like yeah. whether it's people from the future or whatever. But or it, the Greys are like robots or something. They're, yeah, androids we built or whatever. But it's interesting because what if here's this is a you know I want to talk about this. Like stop stopping me from talking about this. I want to get this out, Steve. Shut up, Joey. Yeah. A, I don't want to get cut a, off. A, yeah. A. Hey, uh, we're a bunch of fucking Canadians now. <laughs> Uh, hey. Yeah, hey Dusty Tweeb Hope, Tweeb Yar. Hope, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, more like Dusty Dweeb Hope. What a dork, huh? Yeah. Um, we actually, according, you might have seen the message today. According to because oh, I did, actually I forgot. To keep so he there. messaged us saying uh, it's Canada something? Day, yeah. and he went and filled up some growlers at his local brewery. Oh yes, and he said he's usually a sour wild ale guy, right? And he said when I was at the brewery. I was looking at the beer list, and he's like, because Joey always gives me shit for drinking sours in our Facebook messenger yeah. messenger uh, messages. He goes, I tried a hazy IPA and filled a growler. And so he actually, he's like, oh. he's like, now I'm in the kiddie pool with my daughter drinking the hazy IPA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I am curious as if the whole Galactic Daddy thing, the classic David Childress Oh, they're they're here to help us be like them and learn to right. be like them and enlighten and all that stuff. Like they're taking care of us. Yeah. Could that simply be an Interstellar the movie style thing? Of it would make sense that if aliens, if UFOs that we see are mostly just us from the future, right? It would make sense that we are coming back to assure that their timeline, that they that their their history needs to happen. In- and because it would have been a loop, right? If they right. Exper- if their history says this happened, they might need to go back and make it happen, especially if there were other forces trying to change that or alter that or something, yeah. too. Um, because you could argue, this is the most tinfoil hat I can get, I guess, you could argue that in the future, if not only humans know how to manipulate time and hyperspace mm-hmm. and, and hi- living in a higher frequency and fourth and fifth dimensions, like living outside of time like God, yeah. Then other beings could do the same thing, and the wars could really be fought, just like in Time Cop. The real wars being fought with manipulating time yeah. and manipulating the future, you know. So See. I See. just found that it was the first time I was like, "Huh, maybe if they are all future us's, then they would have a stake in what we but did." But it's like I'm not saying I believe this. I'm just version because, like, exactly. again, the whole theory of like we're all here because right. time travel isn't possible, right? Right, because. Or is it a dimension? The present that you come back to, you find that you destroyed your own present by changing the past. By 
getting a cold like an asshole and fucking that girl who was related to you. Fucking that guy's stepdad, who you once called a friend, and now is just your children's uncle. <laughs> That's not the way it works. Your Whatever. new stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, I was just kind of like, hey, if all of these aliens are just Matthew McConaughey, I'm your ghost murfing all of this shit. <laughs> uh, I'm just murfing off. Yeah, because that whole movie was about exactly that. He was literally her intergalactic daddy, her exactly. interstellar daddy. True, true daddy. I just made the same mistake yeah, as the exactly. dumb bitch. Yeah. Oh, you seen that movie, Intergalactic? Yes, as the dumb bitch yeah. would. Um, by Christian Nolterd. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway. By, by Chris Poland. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wilcock thinks that it is possible that they are steering us for thousands of years to a particular outcome and are still doing this today. Um, so it's it. this is all just, again, kind of basic bitch ancient alien stuff, ancient, yeah, ancient yeah. astronaut theorist stuff. Uh, we go to Mount Sinai for the billionth time and the story of Moses for the billionth time. Uh, rabbi Zadok, uh, the very mystical rabbi uh, expert that's been in all the alien cons, I've, I think we've only seen him last say, year I briefly. Really, yeah. I didn't see him at all this year, even nope. though there was like a station for yeah, him and everything. Yeah. But um, Zadok recounts the the story of of Moses, uh, and he says, "You know, a cloud came down from heaven and told Moses, come into the cloud and ascend to God. And a door opened in the cloud, and he ascended. So he's just saying this could have been a very – it was a ship or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I would like to read or, or look at a fucking wiki or something of – a lot of the quotes that they mention so that we can actually read like multiple translations of that yeah. Bible verse that or version, something, you know? Because yeah. um, I want to know if they're putting things into it that aren't there, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, a la Bill Cosby. Um, <laughs> but uh, deeper Wil- and deeper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wilcock 5 Has It Freddy's comes on and explains, they're talking about Muhammad as well. This is a heavy well. cock episode, too. That's what I was saying, yeah. yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting him... To be, I wasn't expecting it to be so cock heavy, right? Right, right. right. Um, they at okay. least have Coppin's wife to kind of balance it out a little bit, yeah. but a little feminine energy, as uh, Jonathan Young said. Yes. Every story needs we the need feminine, the goddess. We need a chick in this. Yeah. That was the only time I was like, <laughs> "Where's yeah. the chick? Yeah, <laughs> where's the girl who yeah. he wants to fuck? Right. We it's need definitely some, not a man. Some T and or A. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's always a season this time of year. Right. <laughs> And I think that season is uh, for eating ass. Yes. That's just my preferences. I'm just an old guy from Santa Barbara. Yeah, I'm just a dude Where who, I live, yeah. where I, I have a house yeah. in Santa Barbara, where I work and yeah. live. Where it's a very rich, wealthy area yes. to live in. I, I do own my house. Yes. I have equity built yes. up there. I do not and live in Los Angeles where I could be in a low-income area or a very high-income area. When I tell you I live in Santa Barbara, it's only rich, wealthy high. whites that live there. Yes, income area. Income area. <laughs> in Camaro, believe that I have a chimera in my backyard. Yes. It's, it's a part dragon, part lion, part eagle. Yes, the whole yes. bits. Yes, a but, hybrid creature. Yes, exactly, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wilcock comes on. He's talking about Mohammed, the uh, Islamic prophet, uh, and how he had many encounters with the archangel like Gabriel. A big oh yeah, uh, because no face. yeah, they show the one of the classic pictures of Mohammed with a veil on because you're not allowed to draw him lest you piss off all of the Islamic people. Yeah, they'll kill um, you. They really will. And so that's like one of the biggest offenses in Sharia law is if you oh, fucking yeah. Draw. have any sort of drawing, statue, Even anything of Muhammad. The then. big rebels themselves, South Park. Yes, exactly. Pulled back from doing it. Yeah, that. yeah. Because the, the Comedy Central was like, you literally cannot do this. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, Wilcock explains that 
at, after a few encounters with Gabriel in a cave where he took human form, the next couple were outside in the sky, and it was a shining object with 600 wings covered in fire. And so he's he's just saying, like, this was a, shine, a, a UFO with lots of lights, right? Yep, yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know how 600 wings equals it could fly, but I don't know. Unless there was a weird shape to the UFO or yeah, something, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, the next segment's all about, uh, or at least starts off with Constantine. Um, the story of Constantine and, and literally is the story of when Rome, when all the old gods died, basically, because Rome, who had adopted the Greek gods, uh, and it's where our planetary names come from, Yeah. Uh, this is where Rome becomes the Holy Roman Empire, which all of you have heard so much about in fucking European history and whatever. Um, and it's in 12 AD. It's 12 Rome years. Rome, if you want yeah. to. <laughs> Rome around the world. Hey. Rome. Hey. Hey. Italian hey. Ca- casino. I'm trying to get my point across. Roma hey. Hey. Casino. Hey. Yeah. What is it? Roma's Casino, Katrina. Uh, there is a uh, well, there's a restaurant. There's chain. a restaurant in Louisiana called Roma Katrina, and it's yes. it, it didn't last very long. Yeah, they, it's kind of like a pseudo water park meets. Yeah. they did it the, right the after the recovery of the yeah. after the yeah. flood. It wasn't in very good taste. But. A lot of rats and yes. flies. <laughs> what is it? It's uh, macaroni grill. Roma's Cucina. There is a place called Roma Cucina, though. But is Roma? Isn't it macaroni grill though? It's macaroni grill. grill. Old macaroni gill here (laughs) for the finest spaghetti and gold prospecting you ever done seen in one spot. All you can done eat, (laughs) taters and biscuits. (laughs) You'll have a thrill with old gill here at Macaroni Gills. Um, But it's Roma Cucina. My parents weren't Italian, but they sure killed a lot of them on the way out here. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) Um, You can say whatever you want because you're Italian. I'm not allowed. It's my word. I have no roots. <laughs> um, what did I? Oh, I, sorry. <laughs> my note is here's my note after the Constantine uh, description. So, Emperor Constantine is fighting this big battle. He is currently, he is still at this point in 12 AD, a classic Roman, believes in Neptune and you know Uranus and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> um, Thank you for believing. A nice wet butthole. Yeah. Uh, and he sees a giant cross, a fiery cross, appear in the sky. Um, in the in a bright white light, and he, so it's this vision that he has before this battle. Uh, he prays to this cross and says, "Please help me win this battle." Yeah. It helps him win. He converts to Christianity twelve years Which, after Christ's death. In a, a history class that I took, yeah. he, they said he actually didn't convert until his deathbed. Exactly. Yeah. So truly this, convert. He said, right. "Give me a sign." Right. And took this as a sign, but he truly didn't "quote unquote" convert right. until he was literally about to die. It was. It was more of a. I mean, it's. It's kind of the truth is probably more interesting. Where it's like, it changed his religious views. Because he's like, this isn't something, this wasn't Zeus, this wasn't, or, you know, whatever, yeah. Saturn, like, whatever. He, but it, it seems like, but he did, factually, usher in an age of religious uh, tolerance, which is weird. Because usually the Romans were like, are you a fucking Christian or are you a Jew? I'm going to fucking kill yeah. you in the gladiators, in the in the, in the the uh, Colosseum. Yeah. But uh, he did start to have these laws, which are like, okay, other, maybe because he was, like, having this crisis of faith. It just wasn't as fast, I think, yeah. as the story. Something it makes can. a much better story to go. I prayed to this God in the sky, and He helped Showed me win, me and now thing. I'm a yeah. convert or whatever. But, um, but you know, his last right as his king, I think, was to fucking make the Roman Empire Christian or whatever. Yeah. So, um, it was a big change in the culture of the world, uh, no matter how or when things happened. But um, it's also interesting because it's a very Old Testament style story, right after 
the events of the New Testament are supposed to have started, even though the New Testament doesn't come around for 90 years after well, the yeah, events of David Christ's death. David didn't but, write anything down until like uh, 70 no, I or 75 years. Exactly. And it was second. It was, it was secondary, a secondary source. Yeah. So, um, I think but it was like 70 years post-death or something. Ex- yes, exactly. So which is like 100 years after the events of right, right, you know, his all birth, that all that stuff. Um, so we get our first sukkah here, and he says, uh, perhaps, he, he literally says, We've all seen crosses in the sky because he's talking yeah. about airplanes. This is a this is classic Sooks going back to airplanes. Yeah, shit, airplanes. <laughs> yeah, shit looks like airplanes, and they need rocket fuel to go around the Earth. So right. um, he's obsessed with things looking like our rockets and airplanes, which I'm yeah. like, Sooks, Rocket Man. Why would they look like? Yeah. So gonna um, sing another song. Uh, I didn't prefer. I preferred the Queen movie, uh, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. It was a little more honest. The the Rocket Man, it was, you know, I didn't like all the gay stuff in it, you know. Uh, me and Cricks were trying to watch it, you yeah. know. And, and meanwhile, I've got this beautiful wife with pasties that are UFOs. Huge with, side boob. Yes, had side boob. She is, I don't know how you could look at a man like that sexually when you got a yeah. wife like Cricks. Right. That seems like you're protesting a little too much, Giorgio. Nobody yeah. thought you were gay. Yeah. I will kill you if you I call will. me, if you even equate me. What With a homosexual again. Yeah. Oh, we got an Internet Explorer update what coming on our computer here. And it's great because it segues Joey out of this whole motif <laughs> he started to create. And he doesn't the really know how to get out of it. Whole motif. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and I'm going to drink your cum until you finish the fucking movie. Oh, that's the perfect segue. There we go. Um, segue. <laughs> I've got a homo keef. Homo queef. <laughs> I will spurt it out of my weed. Oh, uh, when you were with my stepdad. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I kind of have to pee. He says, uh, hold on, okay? give me a quick break. Uh, give me a quick break. <laughs> go ahead. It's fine. I have Here's your too. quick break. <laughs> As I said to our Twitch fans, pee freeze the way to be. And I wash my little hands after touching my little pee pee. And I hope Steve did the same. And Steve, Steve, do the same. Yes. Um, but yeah, Mikey. Sooks uh, has a sukler here and he says, perhaps this was no Christian symbol at all, but it was adapted over time adapted. to explain something that was seen <laughs> up in the sky. Up there. Yeah. That's like, he has no yeah. interesting information Maybe here. Maybe I will ram my cock into my wife, oh, Siti. I've got What's my... her name? <laughs> <laughs> This is my wife, the CT virus, yes. spread by <laughs> African mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like some weird offshoot of malaria. Her, yeah. uh, my wife's name is Cricks. So, you're gonna bring that hot wife of yours with you out to Mars, huh, Sooks? So otherwise, I'd fuck her down here on this land. I, there's some celebrity that you were almost starting to go into, and I think it was Jesse Ventura, and then I no. knew it was Nori. Yeah. But it was it was uh, so Nori, because uh, <laughs> Nori has that yeah that's be- that yeah, kind yeah. of right. well Sukes I of. guess I'd <laughs> fuck right. your wife yeah and I was just telling uh, some people on our team today about the creepy dude that asked the question of Sukalos and started it we said this on our contact in the desert recap and review yeah. but he comes up and he's like Giorgio oh. I've been following you a long time and we're a lot alike but I think especially we're a couple of geniuses. We're geniuses because we both married the most beautiful women in the world. Right. It's like, well, it's And yours. my question is, 
how did you get that beautiful wife, Cricks of yours? And I'm like, because <laughs> she's guys, more beautiful than God, my wife. You guys are so clearly horned up for his yeah. wife. Yeah, yeah. And looking to get some weird hot wife action or well, the fapping like action going from yes or like, something, which is yeah. kind of hot wifing. But yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's like guys, like, and then Nori. Oh, what about that wife of yours? And that's yeah. that's very old school sounding too. Like, yeah. what about that wife? You Maybe own? I could get a piece <laughs> yeah. of that. Yeah. Ass. Can you whore her out to us because yeah. you own her? You know, it's my lunch <laughs> coming up. Because <laughs> that day. fucking yeah. Because that that but that was the picture in fucking contact in the desert <laughs> that they would. <laughs> Gift that guy is per- <laughs> that they would always charming fucking hog in Steve's mouth. Yeah. They would always play as like the party of him, like on some fucking karaoke thing. Like, like I'm yeah, on some karaoke thing. Double donging. Is this karaoke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> karaoke means double dicks in your mouth, right? right? Uh, see, see, see. see. So well, I'm glad that's a thing. Yes. <laughs> um, let's keep moving along because we're only a third through the show. Um, it's it'll 10 be, this, p.m. This, Pacific. Yes, this will actually be quick. Um, that's what she said. Because there's not a lot of great insight here. Yeah. They talk about uh, a Mexican man named Juan Diego in the 16th century. Uh, he was out hiking or something. He saw and this is no disrespect. It was a, he was out in these in these hills in the middle of where Mexico City kind of now is. Um, he saw the Virgin Mary on this hill. She asked him to build a sanctuary on the hill that he was hiking on to her, um, and she said that he would she would protect him from any invaders and all this kind of stuff. Um, Goes back to the local bishop, can't convince him, uh, goes back to the hill, asks the Virgin Mary and says, hey, these fucking guys won't believe me. Yeah. Give me something. She comes hey, back. Dumb bitch. Yeah. Gives him a bunch of roses and and the cloak, uh, the cloak, the turman, I think it's called. Let me see. Like a uh, turman? No, what is that? Yeah. It's like the tol- the tolman or something. Oh, is this? Well, yeah. Where it's, it's his cloak. And shit. And and in the cloak was also she somehow imprinted it with like a painting of an image of her, which is still on display in this uh, church on this hill in this outskirts of Mexico Whatever. City area. Um, it's a tourist spot you can go to today. They talk about how it's amazing that it's still in such pristine condition or whatever. You can go to the Vatican and see things in pristine conditions from 600 years ago, 500, yeah. 400 years ago. It's not that it's not cool. It's just not special in terms of that it's. It's very well preserved, right? Yeah. There are fucking Viking era swords that are right. from 900 years ago that were very special or ceremonial, and they were kept fucking perfectly oiled and preserved and whatever. It will last forever if you keep it from rusting. Like that's yeah. all there is. Now to cloth it. is tough to keep that long. But yeah, yeah. There's still artifacts from way back when. Right, that but if you there. if yeah. you keep it waxed and this and whatever, you can have. I mean, again, there's cloth that has uh, lasted from mummies right like yeah, they're yeah, wrapped yeah. in cloth that doesn't disintegrate when you touch right, it right. so and that's from thousands of years ago so not that it's not cool or difficult it's just that they're talking about how it was magical and yeah. alien somehow yeah. that well, but when he was says perfect. she wasn't a virgin when she came down that hill oh yeah because she was coming the whole way well and the whole thing is that is the virgin it was this actually the virgin mary or an extraterrestrial because the bible says only god can you know perform Manifesto. these miracles and man and yeah. all this kind of stuff too the Virgin Mary basically kind of deifies herself in this story and makes her a god. Well, in um, other ways, like oh, the Virgin Mary made an appearance exactly here yeah. or there in a piece, which of is a very toast. it's a the Virgin Mary is very very big in Catholicism anyway, but in Hispanic Catholicism especially, very very big figure, almost 
a god or demigod in and of herself, um, and more so Which than other regions. We'll dive into it. The very last minutes of the Elizabeth Wilcock, David Wilcock, oh, yes, ETs yes, yes. and the Divine Feminine. Yes. Because she doesn't fucking get into that until like literally the last yep. five minutes when she has yeah. to run through it. And she goes it's her through wrap up how for the her, Virgin for Mary was technically <laughs> this and that and all these other things. Yes. But yeah, anyways. and how the power was taken from her and all that kind yeah, of stuff, so too. Stupid. Um, which again would have been a mildly Super, interesting yeah. subject, but she didn't talk about it. She just he talked about himself for forty minutes. Yeah, she talked about herself for sixty minutes, and then wrapped up the last five yeah. or ten with that right. fucking subject. Right. So um, we move on to. <laughs> I was expect this is the first time I haven't been right about what they're about to talk about. They go, "What about the English? The some in ancient England?" And yeah. I was like, "Oh, it's going to be Merlin." It was like a man in ancient England. It was going to yeah. be and nothing about Merlin. It was all about. Philip II of Spain, his attack on um, Queen Elizabeth, son, uh, daughter of, of Henry VIII. Um, and this is the classic Elizabethan period when Shakespeare flourishes and all that. All the, it's, the, it's, the, it's, it's, it's the British Renaissance, basically. Yeah. So um, British Renaissance comes a little later. It's happening, but it's not as written about. It's not as popularized as the Italian, German, French, Spanish Renaissance yeah. um, on the mainland. So um, anyway... The whole point of this segment is, if this guy named John D, who we've talked about a long time ago, D. he was kind of a, a a British Nostradamus guy. He could do, you know, um, what do they call those, like thought experiments Two and at things one like. Time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, he could convince both of them to give him a harmonica style blowjob. Yes. Very uncommon for a blowjob at the time, or so the Catholic Church would have you believe. But yes. women like sex just like us. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they want some yum lunch sometimes. Yeah. And because um, guys, they want some yum munch sometimes yes. too. Yeah. So, um, but uh, anyway, this guy John D was a crystal ball dude, kind of a, a Renaissance wizard. Um, he could talk to beings and whatever. He was under the tutelage or in the school of Hermes uh, Trismegistus, which we've talked about a lot. Jonathan Young talked about him a lot in the episode that it was like his segment was about him. Yeah. Um, he predicted that a big storm would save the English fleet from the giant 130 ship deep Spanish Armada. Because Philip II was pissed off that Henry VIII created Episcopalianism to, uh, so he separated from the Catholic Church. It's it's all Catholic except you can divorce. <laughs> right. <laughs> that right, right. marriage isn't as much of a sacrament. You can divorce. It's not a big deal. It's cool. Don't worry about it, bro. Which yeah. literally was his, like, he's like, well, I want to marry this other chick and like, kill this other chick. Yeah. yeah. And whatever. So um, he's bringing the Spanish Inquisition down on to England. A big fucking storm happens destroys most of the Spanish fleet, makes the rest of them retreat. English is now ready to flourish and whatever without being destroyed by Spain. So um, they're, they think... English or England? The English or England. Yeah. 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 Um, but uh, anyway, he tells he, he had told the queen, don't worry, a big fucking storm's going to happen. I've been told this yeah. uh, to by, so, by Divine. The English, of course, think this is a, a gift from God. The storm happened. They were protected. Uh, we get the only Martell moment from the slick back kid here, Jason Martell. And he says, uh, nothing that interesting. He goes, uh, we really don't understand the influence over John D. It's very possible that this John D. was receiving his information from an outside source, possibly an extraterrestrial. So that's the whole premise here. Wilcock uh, expounds upon that. He goes, uh, it is possible that these extraterrestrials had and have a vested interest in the monarchy of Queen Elizabeth, which this is kind of interesting because... He recently, you know, he's one of the classic like, why the fuck are the monarchy in all the, in all the world's history these few chosen families that blah 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 
and it's because they all have reptilian blood and they're like it's he's all about the so it's interesting in the sense that now I have more context to go yeah. oh Wilcock is being edited to think that whoever caused that storm was benevolent yeah. but what he actually thinks is that it was a bunch of reptilians that had a vested interest in the monarchy to keep them in power right now you could argue that that's a weird play if they're evil reptilians because the Elizabethan Renaissance is like, you know, such a huge part of our Western culture, what happened while she was in her uh, monarchy and stuff. Yeah. So why would they want England to flourish? I, I don't know. It's it's also inconsistent, which also made yeah. it kind of interesting to me too. But um, yeah, kind of. Uh, they talk about how, yeah, yeah, the Industrial Revolution wouldn't have fucking happened if blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, remember that the Renaissance... You could argue, and a lot of historians argue, the Renaissance kind of started in the very late 1200s on the early side of things. It was in full effect by like the 1400s and stuff too. But yeah, um, but because yeah, like 1300s was definitely dark ages yes. of England at least. Well, I mean, yeah. of England likely, even though technology fighting all that shit was very similar at the time. But you weren't having the outpouring of art and things quite yeah, as much yeah. uh, because it's interesting. Like Henry the Eighth. You could call that the start of the English Renaissance because he said, hey, church, established church, I'm going to change religion for my own humanistic reasons. So you could argue. But it's like, you know, all of the art in England, it came from the 1500s, basically. Yeah. It had already been going pretty strong for a while in the 1400s. Because the plague was 1300s, right? Uh, The plague, I believe, was 1200, the latest plague. Hold on. The plague. Europe. Time. Um, because we talked about that a bunch. Uh, blah, 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 blah. sorry. Yes, you're right. It 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 peaked, uh, in nineteen thirteen four nineteen forty seven. Uh, in 1347 to thirteen fifty one. Right. Um. So yeah, the people that survived after they that. Were post. Um. Yeah. Even then, it didn't hit every part. There was there was parts that were flourishing and things like that too. Um. And because the Renaissance was kind of starting already at that point. Some areas, not that you could cure the plague, but they had a little more healthy conditions and things like that, too. But um, anyway, we move on to Mormonism after this. We make a huge jump from the Renaissance in 1500s well, yeah, to they the allude 1800s. To like something like, oh, and someone was visited. Right. And it was like. Because they, they go, the Industrial Revolution would have never happened, which is the 1800s, which is, yeah, if you which, go west. I don't know how Mormonism they don't talk about industrial revolution. They just they just yeah. basically say if Elizabeth had died, England three hundred years later wouldn't have been able to grow into the industrial. Which it makes no sense. You don't know that not, at all. Yeah, none of the pieces. Another there. fucking king or queen would have happened. There would have been some other war that got England back from Spain, yeah. or Spain would have or England would have been much more Spanish influenced for three hundred years, and Spain was a huge military and economic force at the time. Yeah. They just would have. It just would have been a different industrial revolution. Yeah, it would have yeah, been the same yeah. thing. Um, Mormonism here. We talk about Joseph Smith, his vision of the angel Moroni, uh, and so this is interesting in the sense that you can go look up the origins of the Book of Mormon and all that stuff. It's pretty common knowledge. Go on Wikipedia for two seconds and look it up. Uh, it's interesting in the sense that so many modern uh, Abrahamic religions, so Christianity, Judaism, Islam, call Mormonism a cult. It's an American cult religion, right? Because it has, quote, weird sci-fi shit in it. But it's funny that Mormonism is actually the most honest version of, hey, like, so here's what I wrote. Here's the point I made. Mormonism takes Christianity 
and Jesus and, you know, the God Jehovah. And it really does what the Silver Surfer did to Marvel Comics, which is let's go into the cosmic part of this universe. We've been really on Earth a lot and focusing on Earth, but there's this Silver Surfer guy, and oh shit, he serves this giant alien that eats planets. Oh shit, there's the Guardians of the Galaxy and all these other fucking things out there too. It's not just a bunch of, hey, we're in New York, true believers. We're in... Cypress, California, where Joey grew up. We're in Redondo and Hermosa Beach, where Steve grew up. We're out here with all the superheroes, whether only in Southern California or only in New York. True believers. We're going to go out and we're going to look at Stripperella. And she's going to be really sexy and we're going to have a... Real action. No, he had Stripperella. Oh, you showed me that before. Who yeah, was yeah. Pamela Anderson. And right. True believers out there. We're going to talk about a sexy woman, and she's yes. going to have huge tits. Right. And I drove the Marvel Universe almost into extinction yes. by running the company into bankruptcy. Yes. All you... <laughs> But everybody loves my cameos. Thank you. Yes. I mean, there goes the Spider-Man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the classic line, yeah. there goes the Spider-Man. Yeah. He's over there. He's further over there. Yeah. Spider-Man the Spider-Man. spooking out all of his hands. He's going out with Stripperella. Yeah. Sexy <laughs> Stripperella. Uh, but yeah, so uh, what was it? Oh. Pamela Anderson. Yes, we were talking about Pamela Anderson. <laughs> what if the metal sharp things that you use to cordon off your plot of land in the vast expanse of the American West like was George actually <laughs> was actually a futuristic sexy stripper he- heroine named Barb Wire. And That's there a was a different person. And but there yes. was a movie I know. But Barb Wire <laughs> was in comic books too. And I came up with that idea <laughs> when they wouldn't let me do stripperella. Sexy. Yes. Now I remember the opening scene of that movie is Pamela Anderson's tits. In a bunch of water while she's stripping. Oh, yeah. I had that poster on my door as a I did youth too. Yes. for quite some time. And that was a very sticky poster. Yes. At the time, yeah. my mommy started licking the poster. Yeah. <laughs> she said, what is your stepfather doing Ooh, here? What is your stepfather yeah. doing here? What is your stepfather? What is me? What is him? Oh, boy. Thanks. What is children? What is me? Thank you, Bathy. <laughs> No, this is your stepmom. Oh, my? No, yes. no. Not my real on. mom. No, your real mom. <laughs> Thank you, Batharina. Yeah. My stepmom. <laughs> your, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yum. Yes. Delicious. <laughs> um, mm, delicious. Uh, anyway, but yeah, like Mormonism is this thing that's seen as so weird and so cultish, and yet it is the first kind of Amer- like Western religion to go, hey- we're fucking angels and shit. They come from space. They come from that star over there. And it's really not very different than Egyptian, the Egyptian religion. Yeah. All these religions that lasted well, a longer time you than die, Christianity. you die, you rule another planet exactly. as their overlord. Right. You will get your own planet if, you know, if, as, long as, you, yeah. as long as you please have... Like, as, and they also deal with an interesting kind of pseudo-polytheism where yeah, Jehovah, God, where so. God, is just the God of Earth. And because that is a question that a lot of people say, well, if God is God, is he God of all the other planets in the entire universe? Is he well, God Jesus of a galaxy? Is our God on this planet. Right. Then he's, he's the, is. yeah, Jesus is the human embodiment of Jehovah, of God. But then there is Heavenly Father. Right. Heavenly Father is the all God. That's the biggest God of the Old universe. Father. So basically, there's all, the all Father and 
God, Jehovah, uh, Yahweh, uh, and then yeah. Jesus is the human embodiment. So the story doesn't change that much, but they J, add... J's God in uh, Jerusalem or whatever. Remember in uh, Last Crusade? Yes. Hova, yes. Hovis. Yes. J. But in the Latin alphabet. Yar. Jehovah begins <laughs> with an I. Um, but yeah, it's like Jehovah. Yeah. But uh, they just add an extra layer. Um, but it's interesting because they're at least trying to explain a hierarchy more specifically. And not that I'm Mormon or anything, but people, <laughs> it is interesting that people slough them off because they actually add a little bit of, hey, we live in this literal space. All of the deities in the universe are also of this space. They don't live outside of it like the kind of esoteric belief in standard Judaism, Christianity, Islam. Islam. So it's an interesting take on things. It's just, it's uh, basically they say that, oh, Jesus, after he died, immediately warped to America, taught the Native Americans who he was. And but then it seemed like none of it took because none yeah. of them were Christian really after that. Shit. Yeah. Um, the only Christians around were the ones that early Western settlers forced to be Christian, basically right. at gunpoint. So dislike um, or disease point or whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's 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 an interesting religion for sure because it is so um, s- kind of ast- uh, astronomy heavy, right? Um, yeah. And and uh, uh, kind of I guess astral in a sense where it's like you know. The, the universe and space and the galaxy exist, but also there is a spiritual or frequency-based, you know, you become this higher being that exists outside of time and whatever. space and whatever. Yeah. So um, uh, Wilcock ends the segment with uh, uh, saying, uh, Mormonism is another example of extraterrestrial influence steering the outcome of humanity here on Earth. It's the second time he brings up steering. Into cows or something yeah. like that, um, but uh, we go back Freaking. and end the episode with ancient Greece. Um, we go to we talk about the the fates uh, and the temple of the fates. These were the only beings that Zeus feared. Uh, fate in ancient religions was just a much bigger part of ancient religion. Yeah. Basically, saying that even though the gods exist, your fate can't really be changed, or it's a really big challenge to change your fate. Um, it was all very predestination heavy. You were you're going to do these things. Your life yeah, has already been ordained. In yeah. in in the Greek religion, literally, it's a tapestry that they sew um, with this thread of life and whatever. Uh, watch the documentary Disney's Hercules if you want to learn more about the fates um, or tapestries. Yes, <laughs> there are no tapestries. Speaking of Last Crusade, exactly. <laughs> yeah. how dare he? Yeah. And he smacks him with the classic well Indiana Jones trilogy only movie punch sound, which is that very wet <laughs> sausage whip sound. <laughs> I got a sausage whip for you, son. <laughs> That's not the yeah. There's people choking yeah. every time he punches someone. You want some of this? I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he really globbed him. Oh, he really creamed that guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, uh, Childress chimes here. Oh, God. It is very <laughs> late. Childress chimes in here about um, some other examples of the fates in other religions, at the, other very ancient religions. He says, uh, 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 now, uh, Mamatu, uh, not to be confused with uh, Dadatu. Um, Mamatu is a, a goat-headed goddess that lived with the Anunnaki, and she was in charge of our fate, and so... You have to wonder if the Mamatu and these other gods of fate were some sort of extraterrestrials controlling our lives. So why is that? Is he trying to say 
within aliens, there are classes of aliens that are bigger aliens that control. Because he's trying to equate this to like, oh, the fates are even more powerful than the gods. Is he trying to say there's a subclass of aliens or a proto-class of aliens that's or like... They, that they knew what they were doing when they built us. Right. right. Um, so your fate is going to be this because we built you in such a way. And they're steering it. Moo, moo. Yum, uh, lunch. Yeah. Uh, Bobandy said the Mormons gave us soaking, which is true. That's true. Which Joey yes. didn't know what soaking was I until didn't. like a month, month ago. Well, but I did know what naked cuddling was. <laughs> Ooh, I thought you didn't like it, and then you're like, yeah. all right, I'd be into it. Uh, so soaking's when you stick your erect penis inside of a woman just and hang just out. hold. Just hang out. Hold. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, you don't thrust, you don't pilvis. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> mm. Th- or that's the street term. Pumpuous. That's the street term in the Midwest for like Cialis and Viagra. It's yeah. the pilvis. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's taking a, my pilvis. It's a pump in the pelvis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's when you're having that kind of pill enhanced sex, your yes. pelvis. You yes, know. exactly. Uh, yeah, you just soak in well, there. Fuck you, Candler. I'm a pelvis. <laughs> Give me my fried banana peanut butter sandwich. I won't do anything with sooty. Rub my sooties. Even uh, down on the toilet, my yeah. penis was never soft. It was <laughs> rock hard the yeah. whole time. I had a. Crispy grilled yeah. peanut butter. People didn't. Nobody ever released this information. We're we're breaking this story right now. Yeah, this is live audio. On the wall, in come they had to use a black light when they investigated Elvis's death chamber. Yes. His Beth, his bathrooms. Uh, wrote, my name should forever be known post mortem as Pilvis, not yes. Elvis. Yes. And then he had a <laughs> in parentheses. He had, I am Pilvis because. I took experimental pills, which will in the future be called Viagra or Cialis, yeah. depending on if you want yeah. the the hard right now or the hard when you want yes. it. Uh, Viagra for the hard right now, yeah. Cialis. This is all written out. Yeah, in black light. Very liberate. Very, very liberate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very liberate. Yeah. Not very conservative. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in his views on. Trumpet it. Yes. Yeah. But he did take experimental diet pills, but he also took experimental heart erectile dysfunction yes, pills. Yes, so. Yes. Uh, a lot of people and they made him dysfunctional. Directly. Yes, um, <laughs> they made him dysfunctional directly. <laughs> <laughs> they made him erect functal. Yeah, <laughs> defectly. Yes, of the Parliament funk erect funkadelic. Yeah, yeah. there's um, a whole series on that. Yeah, <laughs> as a whole series. <laughs> bailed in the middle. Of it. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's George Clinton right there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Come on, baby. I've been on PCU. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got this weird rope in my hair. <laughs> Sounds more like the big bopper instead of, uh, yeah. <laughs> come on, baby. <laughs> I'm going to die in a plane crash. <laughs> um, we go back to New York City, 1940. New man, York City? Where people know what anti-aircraft gun should, gun should be designed like. <laughs> oh, you're an anti-aircraft gun, ain't you? Yeah. Aren't you that air gummer? Yeah. You're an anti-gummer? <laughs> It's the classic love story, the forbidden love between an anti-aircraft cunt and a marine air cunter. Yeah. <laughs> Guntar. Um, anyway, David Parkinson, he's making this thing called the potentiometer. And it's this crazy thing that you can put it over your own son and see what their potential to be as good as yeah. you is going to be like. Yeah. And Very popular in those, post, in those pre-boomer days. And that's where the... But it gave off a radiation that was then Parkinson... Exactly, right. I thought that's where they were going to lead with this. Yeah. And maybe they do, but they don't mention that he's Parkinson's or anything. But uh, 
His technology to detect uh, with the potentiometer, not the potential of your sons. Come on, get out of the motifs, guys. Get your head out of the gutter. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Suck udders. He he could detect the electricity that f- telephones sent over phone lines, which was a pretty interesting thing for 1940, I guess. Um, but uh, that didn't mean to sound. F- I didn't mean that to sound facetious. That is pretty interesting. But yep. what was the, the? They don't really talk about the use case of that. Um, yeah. But the same technology. He kind of formulated it more in a dream and said, oh, shit, I bet I could detect anything with electrical components in the air or whatever. Whatever, So he he did a few prototypes. He had this dream, had this vision, kind of like Tesla and Einstein would have these thought experiments fully formed in their head. And he kind of, you know, know, drafted it out, made a few prototypes, and then the military bought his prototype because he really made the first aircraft detecting Gun, so they could actually shoot things mm-hmm. with very high accuracy. So when the when the U.S. entered the war, World War II, yeah, they could easy, more easily shoot down German planes and shit like right, that. Right, right. Um, uh, da, 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 oh, actually, I'm gonna skip over a lot of this shit. It was interesting because he knew nothing about aeronautics. The penis nosed British guy is like he knew nothing about aeronautics. Yeah. Uh, but this actually, this is one of those things, and we'll kind of wrap up with this, like, um. This goes back to Travis Taylor's quantum consciousness thing, where it's like that whole that whole panel was about epiphany moments, right? Those eureka moments. Yeah, and it's really interesting because um, what if these are these dreams, right? Could just be when you're in a uh, not a vegetative state when you're in a when you're when all of, if you're a pretty genius level guy and your mind's always going and going and going thinking all these things. Once you're asleep and your mind is kind of clear to be unfiltered. All those pieces are already kind of there. Like your mind's already wired to do that shit. Or all of those pieces of information are already out in the universe or a universe. Right. And so if quantum mechanics, if everything's fucking phasing in and out of universes and all these universes are being created or collapsing infinitely every second, then it doesn't, it stands to reason with quantum physics or, you know, quantum uh, mechanics that you could, if you wanted to solve a problem, tap into the solution for that problem right that maybe with us with a few seconds beforehand another version of you is already making you tap the into like, that and like. whatever too yeah. yes the like to like kind of thing which travis taylor's whole motif uh, example for that was a rubik's cube and he learned how to solve a rubik's cube like 20 years ago then his nephew was into rubik's cubes later or yeah and or yeah his kid sorry his kid was into rubik's cube um later on it was 20 years since he'd solved a rubik's cube he ended up like struggling with it for a few days, and he's like, "God, this one fucking thing, I can't get past." Then he like went to sleep, and it like all of a sudden the next day, like boom, it came to him. But it was actually a different solution than what he had done before. So, uh, and meanwhile, he said some computer. There's like a, apparently millions of solutions of past to solving a Rubik's cube, which is also crazy because I've never done it once. But, yeah. um, but uh, out of all those possibilities, I don't know if there's millions. There's millions of. Things and motions, uh-huh. but there's like a few ways that like it's you do this set motion right and it solves it. But because there's that computer that solves it in less than five seconds. Right, and and my my question is always: Are all Rubik's cubes? They all start on the same starting position. Is it, that no, the part no, of it the doesn't deal? matter. It's it doesn't random, matter right? how random it is. Right. If you do these set motions x times, you'll be random. It'll solve it. So there's a YouTube down. video of like a computer <clears throat> that. Like a machine that will like you put yeah, the Rubik's cube in no matter what, and in less than like ten seconds it's solved. Right, because it does those motions so fast. They even have those kids that do the speed runs where they yeah, have a yeah. speed running contest where like 
some kid set a record for like within 22 seconds fucking salted yeah. or yeah, whatever yeah. crazy. And, and they always up, get a up, raw up, cube. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, but that's one of those things where he's like, it's not like my mind brought up the old memory of how to solve it. I kind of knew sort of the principles of it and my mind put together so the solution in a new way in an instant, you know? So that could explain a lot of these things where people are having these thought experiments, these meditative kind of dream moments and things like that, where you're clearing your mind from all the distractions and maybe then the solutions can come, you know what I mean? I don't know. So yeah. it's an interesting thing to think about, but not more because it's 1030. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. They give some more examples of people that have seen things in dreams, like James Watson saw the double helix because yeah. he had a dream about a spiral staircase or something. All these are really interesting factoids, but nothing you need to watch Ancient Aliens for. Right. Um, Wilcock, uh, this is the second to last Wilcock, uh, Five Heads at Freddy's appearance here. He says, we are seeing an ongoing pattern of dreams being used as a form of communication. This has been going on for thousands of years and continues to be used to this day. So he's, they're all kind of repeating themselves in this episode. It's not being repetitive is repetitive at this point too. Yeah. Um, they, uh, I would actually love if, the, maybe I've said this before, I'd love if this show was like five episodes a season a year. Yeah. And it had some really interesting takes or, or maybe a couple split up so it's like beginning or end of the year if there was new news or something like that. But um, there's just such a quantity that's expected that only a couple of them are ever interesting yeah, per season. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, they show this like modern fucking rock star scientist dude that's doing these brain experiments uh, on a guy trying to like test the patterns of his of this guy's dreams by showing him pictures of, in this case, Cary Grant. Yeah. Um, and then seeing... What uh, those they, waves look like, and how can you mimic them, and right. then control your mind to right. force those waves in, yeah. and then force a picture of Cary Grant. Right. They show Cary Grant mouth. exactly. Yeah. yeah, they show Cary Grant. They they detect what kind of like kind of binary pattern it makes with your brain. Yeah, they then inject that Which pattern we are into not a binary computer. We are a quantum computer. It's in true. Our brain. But you could process binary signals. Signals. <laughs> signals only. Ooh, I'm into binary signals only. I don't like this gender fluidity. Yes. I like only binary. I'm bi. Yeah. But I want one or the other. I don't want I this weird fluid thing in between. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's some new cool show. The Nary. Yeah. <laughs> binary Nary a gender was it. ever confirmed. Yeah. Um, anyway, he injects that kind of code back into all the parts of his brain to see if he can say, hey, can I make you dream about Cary Grant yeah. fucking your mouth? Right. Or your mom's mouth. Allah. Yes. Uh, kind. Yes. <laughs> um, ba -ba -ba. Oh, Childress chimes in here for the last time in this episode, and he says, uh, uh, is it possible that the extraterrestrials want to guide us from behind the scenes, and uh, they want us to feel like we're accomplishing these things? So, uh, and Wilcock uh, continues here. He says, you know, by doing this ourselves, or the illusion of doing this ourselves, we create our own ascension experience and therefore become more like them. Otherwise, we would just worship them as gods if they showed us everything directly. Which is, that actually is the only interesting, interesting point in this episode where I'm like, that does kind of explain the quote-unquote need for faith Speed. instead of facts. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, why did Maverick need to just believe that he could fly yeah. that fast? No, but... Uh, the, this perceived need from higher alien beings where they go, hey, if we just do this for them, 
they're just going to think that we're gods. We have yeah. to make it seem like they're doing it. Yeah. It's, and that is a really interesting point. I don't know how much I totally agree, but I can at least see that thought process where it's kind of like, we needed to, to make you believe you could get here. Yeah. You know, Otherwise, what's the meaning if you don't feel like you yeah. had a hand in it? Or like Sukolo said in his panel that we'll talk about on Patreon next month or this month in July, he says, uh, he's like, people, people, he literally was like, yeah, people go, well, what? Well, who taught the aliens? You know, because if they were taught and they were taught, right. what is it? Then, then it's like meaningless if we were just yeah. everything done with it. Which and he's like, is what they do in contact, which right. we had talked about earlier. Yeah. She's like, who taught you and who made these tunnels? Right. That's and a great like, Foster. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and they're like, they were here before us. Right. Uh, we just stumbled upon them. We don't know. And this is how right. it's been done for billions of years. Right. The cycle of of teaching and learning and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. which is Sukalos's big thing, of you know, just because a teacher teaches you how to do something yeah. doesn't mean that you don't take it and perfect it and refine it and apply it or, in your own ways, too. Or that they too. came up with it. Either. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. they're teaching you just what they know. Right. What's a bits and they know. Right. Uh, not what's a bits of me they have <laughs> yes. or make. Jar Jar Sukalos. Exactly. Uh, yeah, because he, he, he constantly made the point. His, his classic point that you like is, my God doesn't do any yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, the God I believe in, because his what he thinks of as God is Misa, the the origin, big big of all yeah. the alien uh, in the yeah. backpack. Because that that <laughs> kind of goes into what was the Tom Hanks weird movie with Halle Berry? Oh, where, oh, they, uh, where like, he, they play all these different roles throughout time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember. Professor, it's, it's one word. It's like yeah. one word, right? The Zadikus. I don't yes, know. The but they have a future language where he says Misa gonna be Tom Tom. Yeah, they make a pigeon a pigeon language yeah. out of English yeah. or yeah, all of and she all comes language. down because like they they float in space still and they're right. the smart people in the cloud atlas. Cloud atlas, yes. that's one word. Yes, Sorry. is it one word? I was thinking of the movie with uh, Mia Kunis yeah. and Josh Hartnett where it's like ascension or surrender where they ride around in space rollerblades and shit like that i do not um, know that movie either i'll tell Mila you Kunis, i've been Kunis. in love with for many years josh hartnett i stood right next to her at comic-con because she was staying at my hotel and she was waiting for a ride to pick her up yes jupiter ascending also not one word <laughs> but it's you know, close enough yeah uh, <laughs> you know kind of yes <laughs> one word kind of you know, but but two yes <laughs> um Atlas something good movie is what Bobani. Yeah. Oh, there we yeah. go. There's a delay, I have to remember so. that it's two in the morning for Bobani, or sorry, one in the morning, one thirty in the morning right now for Bobani. So yes. Um. Anyway, we'll wrap her up. Yeah. Um. But but, but, but that's, that's an it's, it's, it's an interesting it's point where Wilcock uh, said. I mean, I'm, which is, I don't know. I don't know if it's salient or not, but at least it's something that we can bring to the table, yeah. as it were, to chew on this ancient astronaut this theory is our we so the table. love and talk about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm very tired. So we're going to end this here. Um, uh, we've solved the problem of alien encounters we've on this had episode. Them all. Yeah, yes. we've talked about all the encounters. Yes, all five of them. Um, yeah, stay tuned Close for next week. Far. We're kind of back on a normal schedule. There's no more alien events. Um, but if you want to <laughs> continue our contact in the desert and alien comic extravaganza, um, sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash probingagentaliens, where we still have, as Steve mentioned before, David Wilcock and his wife, Elizabeth Wilcock, Coming uh, up. their panel, where we do, we'll do the same kind of uh, Mystery Science Theater commentary on it. Because you um, could buy the whole DVD, uh, the whole presentation. And so we did that because we sat through them, but now we'll watch them yeah. and play it 
and then talk over it. Exactly. Like a DVD commentary. That's and so, yeah. and our patrons are all, they've all been stoked on the, the format of that too because yeah. we never did a commentary like that before. You did a great job with balancing the sound levels because you can totally hear the content of the oh, DVD cool. but still hear okay. us talking right. and whatever. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, then, uh, and then the last one from Contact in the Desert is the, uh, it wasn't. Hour, it was like an evening with Giorgio. It wasn't like that, but it was a uh, what was it called? A visit with Giorgio. A visit with Giorgio. So, and it literally was just a Q and A, a hundred percent Q and A session yeah. with Giorgio, where there was a line of people, and it was all questions from the audience yeah, based yeah. instead of him having any sort of spiel. Yeah, so, no slides, no nothing, just yeah. answering questions. Uh, just that one water slide that he came in on. But yeah, no other, sick. no other slides. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, at Probing Aliens, Instagram, and Facebook, at Probing Ancient Aliens, listen to Beer There, Drunk That, whenever we post the next one, we should have the music playing right now as well, well, we don't go during this part, we usually don't have the voice of this part either, I thought we were done, I forgot, no, it's fine, um, yeah, uh, Closet Knowledge will be coming up soon, we have a little more time when Steve is back from his vacations, uh, I, I think the, the next one's got to be that Magic the Gathering one, which will be yeah. fun. Uh, for him, not as much for me, but yeah. uh, it'll be great. Um, who knows? I have an open mind. An open mind. An open mind. What's going to be called? And then, uh, yeah. Go to our Patreon, which I've already promoted. And for five bucks a month or more, you get exclusive content. And follow us here on twitch.tv slash broadnationalians, where all of our standard weekly recordings start around 8 p.m.-ish uh, Pacific time. So, and we will answer your questions as you chat because Bo Bandy was the only chatter tonight. Yeah. He got all the attention like a good little boy deserves. And is there chatter? Is there chatter? That is the eternal question. Other than that, yeah. Bye, little Whatever. Thanks for listening. Until next time, on your walk. We'll see you later. My wife. Your wife. Bye. <laughs>